comic timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network, Network bitch. <laughs> Print it. Welcome to episode 162 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast devoted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as Brent Casino, a rotating panel of guests, and myself, Ian Levinstein, discuss whatever comes to mind, time after time, here on Comic Timing. There is absolutely nothing to talk about on this episode. Absolutely nothing has happened this week. So we're just going to sit here for an hour and a half and talk about absolutely nothing, because no movies were announced by Marvel or DC. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name is Ian Levisine, and welcome to episode 162 of Comic Timing. Back in the Skype recording realm, I'm going to push back the interviews from New York Comic Con a week and get this one out ASAP because a bunch of stuff has happened in the last, I'd say, week and a half, both at, in the world of Marvel and DC. Introducing to you guys first the baby clad Brent Casina. What's going on, Brent? I'm not. I'm not baby clad. The baby's downstairs feeding. So, <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't think you would have the baby with you on your lap while podcasting, because then we'd get occasional crying. I, I'm in the same spot I am when video gaming, and I video game with the baby in lap right. when she's sleeping, and when Let's she's see. fussing, I pause. Unless I'm playing Destiny and you can't fucking pause the solo missions, <laughs> piece of shit game. <laughs> well, uh, well, nice, nice of you to uh, to, to join us again, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll try to get more of these Skype episodes going because it's been a busy couple of months for both of us. Yes, very much. And Brandon Christopher back for his third Skype episode in a row, uh, sort of accidentally becoming a regular. I'll win one to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That what? baby clad i'm wondering brent why would you be wearing a baby in the first place it's, that's what i said i don't have a Catan. my wife has one it's very she soft the baby baby is very soft actually get a bjorn not a Catan, man a bjorn get something manly she got the Catan. i got a uh something some sort of carrier it's got a shitty strap though the kiko the dad back. carrier the backpack yeah like that no it's not a bad it's i don't know see don't be spouting off baby shit in the episode <laughs> people think you're weird <laughs> But you know what's not weird? DCBS, Tescom Comic Book Service at DCBService.com, where you can find 40% off of Marvel DC Image or Dark Horse single issues, 50% off of Marvel and DC hardcovers and trades, a crap load of bundles for both Marvel and DC, and even some image stuff thrown in there as well, and maybe even a vertical bundle here or there. I'm not going to give you specifics because this is the end of the month and we're rolling over to the next month, but... There are two books that are solicited in this month's previews that I want you to take a look at immediately. They're both Action Lab books, and they're both friends of the show, so I'm going to go ahead and mention them real quick. Number one, Stray by Vito Del Sante is uh, solicited this month, and uh, you'll hear an interview with Vito on uh, the New York Comic Con interviews episode once that is released, probably in another week or so. And uh, it is now, like I said, available for pre-order in Diamond. Just go ahead and take a look at that. It's on a DCBS site as well. If you go to Other and then Action Lab, you'll find it there. It's uh, very much a Nightwing-esque tale. I got to read issue one because I kickstarted it, and it's a lot of fun. Any fan of Nightwing uh, who is looking for a straight-up Nightwing that is you know, similar to Dick Grayson pre-Grayson, uh, might want to pick this up one way or the other. Uh, but th- there's enough differences where it's just not the straight Dick Grayson character. But uh, give that a shot on uh, a, a, in your Diamond catalog or on DCBS. And also, there's a new volume of Princeless starting up as well. Uh, so go ahead and get both of those in your cart for the upcoming month when they're available. 
or go to your retailer and pick out the diamond codes. DCBS, Discount Combo Service, DCBService.com. We thank them for their sponsorship. And buy Stray. Make Vito happy. A happy Vito makes the internet happy because you don't have to read his angry rants. And that's all good. All right. DCBS. Buy that shit, fool. <laughs> Get it. Ooh, it looks like I'm getting Facebook messages. I wonder if one of them is from Raph. Okay. Yes, they are. His yeah. mic is no go. It's got a buzzing noise. Oh, well, so be it. We've got the t- three of us here. So, yeah. Stuff happened, huh? No, nah, nothing happened this week. It's been a slow week, right? <laughs> Do we want to start off DC first and then uh, move to the stuff that we actually give a shit about? Sorry, Brent. Let's. <laughs> wait, can I, wait, hold on. Can I go on a quick rant, real quick? Yeah, please. All right. When this happened, I was at work and I was already pissed off because I was missing. I was gonna, I was going to miss the Flash and Shield mm-hmm. that night. Yeah. So I get to work around two o'clock. And 3 o'clock, my, my phone just starts going crazy. This happened. This happened. I'm like, what the hell happened? Apparently, this summit was like a like a little Apple convention where they don't tell anybody it's going to happen. And well, just like Apple, thing. they don't bother to live stream it. Yeah, which angers me also, too. Well, Mar- Marvel's been uh, – sorry. Uh, Apple's been live streaming more and more of their events lately as long as you have yeah, an iPad or yeah. stuff like that. This is the first one of Marvel's kind. So I don't blame them because like, I, I was reading about it on uh, – Dan Slott's Twitter and a couple other things, and I was like, okay. So I tried pulling it up on Newsroom. I had like a live blog, yeah. And uh, so I pulled it up on my work browser, Internet Seven. <laughs> surprise, surprise, doesn't load. What so a I just, Shocker. I just pulled it up on my iPhone, and that worked. You guys still use uh, IE Seven? We're getting ten <laughs> between now and December fifteenth. Okay. They're slowly rolling it out across all the computers. Good. We d- we just got Windows uh, eight at our store. As as someone who uh, who runs tech support for uh, online streaming sites, that's usually the first thing I ask is like, "How old is your Internet Explorer?" Before they ask questions. <laughs> yeah, you but, don't you don't harass them for not using Chrome. Well, uh, I'll I'll tell them to try Chrome if if even IE won't work for them because chances are, and this is the case with most work browsers, is that if they've set up IE for uh, you know not working correctly with websites, Chrome usually works just fine. If you if you download it, it usually winds up uh, working better with uh, firewalls and stuff like that than IE does. But uh, that's another story for another day. Uh, yeah, so you, you brought it up on your work, work computer and it didn't work for you, right? Yeah, so I pulled up the live blog on my iPhone mm-hmm. while I was working, so I kind of followed that. But, uh, yeah, but it was quick. I mean, it was over within like 30, 45 minutes from when it started. So yeah, I guess like a live stream would not have been much, seeing as how it was just title cards and... I guess there is the movie clip shit. Yeah, which which they would have had the blackout. You know, all got leaked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new? Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's cover DC first since that's the oldest news and okay. the stuff that has been talked about the most. We could just get that out of the way. All right. Um, well, well, well uh, DC announced their slate of movies, and uh, there there's a full s- a list on the Comic Timing Facebook page, by the way, which will still be there uh, when when this episode is posted, obviously, which has a uh, list from 2015 all the way down to 2020 of the movies that we should expect. And uh, the first movie to come out from DC slate, as we know of, is Marsh. We could just do this. Do you, you want to just do this chronologically? Yeah. Or just you know we could do that. We could do that. That's fine. Um, 
obviously the ones we know about already Marvel wise are Age of Ultron, Ant Man, and Fantastic Four. So there's no surprises there. Uh, Fantastic Four being a Fox movie, so it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Miles Teller is a giant jackass. So who yeah. wants to watch him? Please, yeah. I want this movie to fail so bad, so so bad. So Fox will be forced to either shelve it completely and never speak of it again or sell the rights back to Marvel. Which won't happen, unfortunately. Yeah, which will not happen. We we have a much higher chance of Spider-Man being sold back to Marvel than we do Fantastic Four being sold back to Marvel. You know, I bet if Marvel wasn't canceling the Fantastic Four comics just despite them, it might actually create better company relations with Fox. Gee, that if they did want to sell it off, that they would be like, oh, you know, Marvel supported us and stuff. Yeah, you know. It's not working for us. If they can do better, great. But it's not going to work for us. But now that they did that, I'm sure the folks at Fox are saying, fuck Marvel. Yeah, well, we can thank that one Marvel executive that has a hard-on for this stuff. It was just like... heart of gold. It's a pro mutter. Please. Like, Ah. no, 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 no Fantastic Four. And no X-Men. But X-Men makes us money. Okay, X-Men, but no Fantastic Four. Screw your your hat. Screw your hat, (laughs) Brevoort. It wasn't Brevoort, though. Uh, no, he still, still talks out of his ass on Tumblr, though. He's oh, that's, oh, yeah, does he ever. True. But, screw his hat, though. All right, so March 25th in 2016, we get Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. We knew about that already. Uh, since they announced this, we know of, like, every single character in the DC universe is going to be in this freaking movie from the looks of it. Like, this is more a Justice League movie than it is Batman v Superman. Uh, I, I assume the Batman-Superman fight is going to be the driving force, but you're going to have introductions to Wonder Woman, Ant-Man, Cyborg. Um, I think they've named like two or three Ant-Man. others, too. Uh, sorry, not, not, not <laughs> yeah, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. God, yeah, I please. I was uh, yeah. surprised Cyborg is in this movie. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I I'm know. I'm surprised, but I mean, really, this movie's a Hindenburg, man. This is a freaking Hindenburg disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I've am i said this before, and I think once this movie comes out, if it's actually decent, I think people start getting more excited. And, and there were definitely different levels of excitement for the DC slate mm-hmm. versus the Marvel slate. And I think that has to do with a couple things. Like, uh, number one, DC kind of just re- – I think they just had a press release, they right? Did, yeah. And Marvel had a live event, which fans could go to, and the press was invited, and, you know, trailers and footage and live blogs. And so they made it much more of an Apple thing than, like, the standard, you know, leaked press release or whatever. Totally. Yeah, and, so, and, and, and for that matter, like that's that's one of the things that Marvel does right at panel, at uh, conventions as well. I mean, as I talked about on the on the New York Comic Con wrap up, you know that they that they have their Marvel Digital Unlimited yeah. Plus panels and but, stuff like that. I think DC's learning, you know, um, and I think Marvel is definitely learning from DC as well. Once DC makes a move, Marvel counters. Marvel makes a move, DC counters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and also, I think there's a lot more excitement about Marvel uh, because we're talking about Phase Three versus like Phase One. Because mm-hmm. I remember when like the first wave of these Marvel movies were announced, it was like Iron Man, right? We're gonna do a Thor, and we're gonna redo Hulk. And, you know, it is all going to lead up to Avengers. And it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't remember being, like, frothing at the mouth well, because we didn't, the we, way we didn't I kind of was yesterday. Right. We didn't we didn't know what the quality was going to be at the time. Right. Know? So the same – I think the same thing applies to DC. I know other people will disagree with me, but I, I think once the movie comes out, everything's okay. They didn't totally ruin it. And maybe there will be some hope. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> One can always hope uh, that <laughs> – We'll see uh, similar levels of excitement once we get past the second 
phase for Justice League. Well, let, let me let me bring this up, and and I'll ask Brandon and you guys this, and you can you can let me know. Uh, like this Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice movie, it's gonna have to be like four and a half hours to fit in all of the content that th- that they seem to be like hinting at us here. Like you're you're gonna need introductions to all of these characters that are gonna wind up having their own individual movies, and almost doing it in some ways as the absolute reverse of what Marvel did, because essentially you're having a Justice League movie first. And then doing individual movies for all the characters that you're going to find in a quote unquote official Justice League movie, like which which is fine. And I think we've we've said before that DC has more recognizable characters than Marvel did at the time. True, true. But Flash, everybody knew Flash before they knew who Iron Man was. Thank you for mentioning Flash because that's that's immediately the first red flag. Uh, and oh god, yeah, we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that further down on the on the slate. But uh, did they say Flash was going to show up in Dawn of Justice as well? I think no, they. No. I don't think they did. It okay. was a rumor, but it was confirmed. To be he Jimmy might. Olsen. I okay. wouldn't be surprised if they can cram in Aquaman and Cyborg <laughs> and Wonder Woman and you know whoever the hell else is going to show up here. I think Blue Devil probably. Uh, uh, Mr. Gold, uh, Blue, maybe. Blue Devil was in the uh, Flash TV show. Yeah, I thought I that know. was pretty we, cool. That was that was, a, nice that was a movie him and Iris came out of. Was like Blue Devil Two. I was like Sweet. spoilers. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not a spoiler. It was on the marquee. Barely you have to be spoiler. looking for it to see it. They didn't even they didn't even say the name aloud. Easter eggs aren't goddamn it. spoilers, please. I yeah. know. I'm just effing with yeah, you guys. Right, fine, but but yeah, like like how the hell are they gonna manage to make this movie like the suitable two two and a half hours at most with with all the stuff they seem to be cramming in there? What the hell? I I don't know honestly because it's it is a clusterfuck. Really, it is. It's just like. Let's take everything and just toss it into one movie and hope it sticks. And then, God, if they, it's probably gonna be like this one, you know, self-congratulatory jerk-off fanboy spot at the very end of the movie when it's the whole entire league, you know, saying, "Superman, you must join us, or we will take you down." And then that's how the movie ends. We'll see. No, I mean, I I kind of disagree. You've done ensemble movies before. Not specifically superheroes, but I mean X Men. Okay, right. X Men is an ensemble movie through and through. Sure, came across fine. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Whatever movie you want to pick with, you can kind of start with any of them. Yeah, but they're they, ensemble but, movies and they do just fine. Even the but, first one, especially. Big cast there started just fine. Ensemble. But so they're meant not to be really ensemble films, cons- though. I know that there's not like a bunch of shit that you have to go over, like superheroes, like what's their power set, what's their origin, but I'm not that concerned that it's a, a Batman v Superman movie with other characters in it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that concerned, honestly. Well, what, I, what I what I imagine this movie is going to be is it is mainly going to be Batman and Superman, and then the other characters are going to be thrown in just as almost like, not quite cameos, but part of the plot one way or the other. Like, apparently right. this big fight between Batman and Superman is going to need the the assistance of all these other characters. Which Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Bruce Wayne is employing Victor Stone's dad in a lab. I and there's a yeah. throwaway scene where Bruce talks to Vic Stone. Da 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 da. Here you go. There's there's your introduction to Cyborg. See you later. We're gonna go fight Superman now. Right. So uh, that's that's the that's the March 25th movie of 2016 for DC. August 5th of the same year. And again, talking about the complete opposite of the way Marvel's doing it, they're going with a Suicide Squad movie. Uh, with the, the, the Suicide Squad seems like the type of 
platform you would do once you've done all the established movies. But to to you know produce a counterpoint for that, perhaps they want to introduce some of the villains right off the bat so that you could then have them be in 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 other movies and already have a fan base for them. Maybe maybe that's what they're going for. But I think yeah. that's when but yeah, I get it, but but there's no give a damn though for that. I don't think though cuz when you have all these characters who are supposed to be, you know, villains, quote unquote. Yeah. You don't have, you have not seen them in action. You don't really get a chance to latch on to them and see why they're so cool. Well, first, we got to see who the villains are because I, right. I, I know they've been talking about that Lex Luthor might show up in this movie, and I know that there's been rumors already, of course, for Harley Quinn because you know that would be a place to bring her in. Uh, you know, naturally, I guess, since we're not going to get a Batman movie until like 2022, it feels like. No, uh, it was. Uh, I I don't know that they could wait that long. It, it kind of I think it kind of depends how. Bruce or uh, not Bruce Wayne that goes over as Batman, but Ben Affleck goes over as Batman. Mm-hmm. If Ben Affleck does a good job and people like take a liking to his Batman, yeah, then I think you'll see a Batman movie before twenty twenty. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, if Marvel's doing three movies a year, there's some place in there before twenty twenty they can squeeze in a Batman movie. Yeah. I'm sure that's a possibility. But but yeah, I mean, I guess it, like like I said, I mean, it will completely depend on which characters you're going to bring in. And I wouldn't be shocked if you see Deathstroke thrown in there as well, just because he's already been established in Arrow. And yes, they would have to have somebody else play them because they're making these two yeah, entirely. It, Suicide separate Squad's been featured in Arrow at least what Twi- two or three, three episodes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they also have, was an episode of Smallville. They just had the animated movie. Yeah. Um, Justice League so, Unlimited. I don't Justice League Unlimited. So there's a lot of places in other media that they've been featured. So I don't think it's such a stretch to be like, hey, yeah, we can throw a Suicide Squad in there. It's kind of a known, a known uh, franchise, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah. It, it, it's known enough. Uh, I, I will known give, enough. I, will give I mean, you yeah. you have. So if you had a couple episodes on Arrow versus uh, a couple other things, you know, the X Men movie had the couple animated series, which honestly I know that was a lot more exposure. Mm-hmm. And because they have more episodes and more animated series before the first movie come out. Yeah. But I think in a similar vein, if you can justify an X-Men movie by going, pointing to the animated series, you can justify a Suicide Squad movie, especially the way that like Fast and Furious is coming out and stuff. And they're not bad guys per se, but... I mean, it's kind of the same thing. They're kind of, they're all criminals. Yeah, they're they're, they're, on, they're, they're, they're on the edge of the law. Essentially. Yeah. So you can do a similar thing with Suicide Squad for sure. Unless you have, uh, unless you put some of the more recognizable people in there, though, I could easily see even comic book fans saying skippable and just you know waiting for Netflix or whatever. Well, yeah, I don't think the King Shark is going to be a member. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it has. It sounds like it can have all the appeal of like. I don't know, like a Punisher War Journal to mm. hardcore fans. Yeah, which you know, if that's what if that's the budget that they want to spend on it, then you know, I think they could make a nice uh, a nice return on it. I mean, the guy who's doing Fury or not Fury is it David David Ayer, the guy who did End of Watch. Yeah, anybody see that movie? Holy cow! I have not, so, but I've heard good things. Oh man, is it good? Yeah, definitely, definitely seek that out. So you know, they got a good director by it behind it. It's just dependent on the cast and the script now. Um, I'm not really that worried about it. Okay, I'm. I'm Throw gonna Deathstroke in there, Harley Quinn. People will take to it. Right. Give me, give me Boomer and uh, I don't know who else should be in there. Yeah, Boomer. I want to. I want to see like, Boomer done right. I think on a, on a big screen that'd be pretty cool. I to see want. That. I want one specific Captain Boomerang. I want Owen. Owen, really? Yes, because I think Owen it actually works on the screen better than his father. 
I mean, I can understand if they don't go that route, but I think even if you do see the character, he's going to look a hell of a lot more like Owen than he does the original Captain Boomerang. Because, I mean, come on, can you imagine that smock on uh, on the big screen? One, his name's not Digger. It's Owen. Yes. No, actually, no, it's Digger Harkness. I know, but Owen is a nicer character name than Digger. Yes, it is. It is a lot. It, it is I mean, a lot nicer. Diggle is okay because that's his last name. Right. Ugh. And, and it's I, an I prefer Black Driver. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it is still nice to have it be a, a reference to Andy Diggle and everything. And uh, they, they made a Gardner Fox reference on, uh, on, on Flash, uh, uh, I think, last episode, if I remember correctly. Uh, no. What's, what's Felicity's um, assistant's name? Smoke. No, what's her, no, what's her, what's her assistant's name in, in Arrow now? Oh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was another. Did they say his name? They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and it was a reference to uh, to a Flash creator. I just can't remember it now for the life of me for some reason. Eh, whatever. No, no, that, no, that was Gardner Fox. That was Gardner Fox. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, there you go. Okay, yeah. I see. I knew Gardner Fox came in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, 2017, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, we knew it was Wonder coming, so this this isn't a big sh- a big shock or anything. Big no surprise. The surprise for me here is that the Justice League movies come in the same year. Yes, that so is. So I don't know how they're going. Either she's not that major a role in Justice League, mm-hmm. or they're going to work the I, shit out of Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, uh, Gadot, Gal whatever Gal. her name is. Gal Gadot. Yeah. yeah, Gal Gadot. I think, but really, uh, like, do you think it's gonna be like Captain America, where it ties into? The Avengers, how Wonder Woman will tie into Justice League then? I can see it being a hell of a lot more of an origin than you'll see in in Dawn of Justice, yes. I can, uh, whether or not they'll base it in the past or whether it'll be concurrent, uh, I guess that's up to them. But you can definitely see origin going on here, maybe having some of the, uh, some of the familiar villains, like maybe Cheetah thrown in there, and just essentially have it be Wonder Woman's introduction into the world. Right. Like, in Dawn of Justice, I could see her leaving the island and then Wonder Woman being the introduction into the world. So we'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Uh, and, and they've already said that, that they're going with the demigod uh, origin of Wonder Woman that they introduced Good. in New 52 as opposed to made from clay. Thank, thank God. Yeah. Uh, which, eh, I mean, I, I'm so-so on that, but I can understand why they would do it. It's more realistic, I guess, if, as realistic as a god could be. Zeus was a man whore. Yeah. Yes, he was. Getting that all over the place. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, yeah, so that's that's unexpected. I mean, that's expected. What is unexpected is that it's Justice League Part 1 on November 17th, and then Justice League Part 2 doesn't come out until 2019. So a one-year one break there in between Justice League movies, meaning that they're probably not filming them concurrent, which is interesting. Um, when we talk about Marvel, I'm, I'm going to, you know, gonna say that I would not be shocked if that's it's a, it's a two year break yeah yeah two year break not one because if it was right, one yeah. year it would be coming out in 2018 sure yeah well it's about a but year and what, a half actually because what is November 17th is, is uh, 2017 is Justice League Part 1 and then June 14th 2019 is uh, is uh, Justice League Part 2 what's weird is that Justice League Part 1 is in November yeah November 17th, yeah, which is like a weird, it's a weird, I mean, I know the Harry Potter movies have done very well in the November time slot. The Thor did, Thor Dark World did very well. Hunger Games. Uh, Hunger Games has done very well, but it's kind of a, I guess it's okay. Um, yeah. 
like they, they want it to be the Christmas movie, essentially. They for want yeah. the flagship, though, I would think that that would be a, a summer, summer movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would think it, so. At least it's not February, you know, where all good movies go to die, unfortunately. Well, and, and having Wonder Woman be on June 23rd makes it their their summer tentpole. But it's in, a, it's in some deep competition. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you have, like, only about three, four weeks later, Fantastic Four 2 comes out. Unless, of course, Fantastic Four tanks, which I hope it, I hope it does, and then it'll never come out. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know, you, and you know, if you say something enough times, it becomes true. It's it that is very very true. That is very very true. Suck suck suck. Uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is July twenty eighth, uh, twenty seventeen. Which again, we'll get to the Marvel slate later on. But that's about a month in between two god based movies from DC and Marvel coming out only about a month apart. Uh, Overkill, do you think? No, you got your Greco, you got your Norse. I mean, come on, man. Throw in some Roman, you're fine. Roman is the same as Greco, so... Dep- uh, no, they're not. You could throw in... A, you need an Egyptians movie in there. Yeah, there you Which go. apparently, apparently uh, Gerard Butler is making one. What? An e- 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 Egyptian movie? Egyptian gods, because uh, the guy playing Black Panther is also playing... Uh, gosh, I forgot. It's one of the Egyptian gods' names. Horus, Anubis. Ra. No, it's not Anubis. It's a different one. It's Toth. not Horus either. No, I forget what it was. I just saw it in this Vulture article today. Yeah. Heron, Zahuti, uh, Mehan. I can keep going. Getting <laughs> the Egyptian mythology nut over here. He he knows stuff. He's like yeah. I know he does. He's like Layla Miller. De- definitely. This is, def- why we, def- this is what this is why we have him on. <laughs> right? Definitely trivia. Trivia. De- definitely. 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 Yeah. He's he's reliable and he knows stuff. Yeah. Well, and and. The thing about uh, and yeah, they are different enough, I guess, uh, between uh, the two mythologies. But I could also see again, theoretically, people sort of making a choice in their head, like which one am I going to go see? I want to see the beefcake because he's hot. <laughs> I want to see the chick because she's in a skirt. Hey, she should. She, maybe she'll have pants. Maybe no, she, she's in a skirt. Damn it. Which I don't mind. I, I I prefer the skirt better than the than the, the unitard. I like the outfit that they ha- that they have her in. Actually, like that's, so that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. Actually, is is the look of Wonder Woman in these movies. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll be able to tell from Dawn of Justice. You know, once I see it on Netflix, because I'm not seeing it in theaters. Fuck that. Oh, jeez. Um, really, in unless somebody, Come on. Pay- dude. The only way I'm going is if somebody pays for it. Seriously? Really? Yeah, I'm not spending money on it. You're drinking the Kool Aid Jamal's making, dude. Hey, all right. I was, I was, I was doing my best to avoid this rant, but I'll, but I'll go on it right now. The only way for me to express my displeasure in Man of Steel is to not see the next movie. It's as simple as that, you know. And it, and it's the same director, it's the same team that gave me the piece of crap that I did not enjoy. So why the hell would I go see the next movie in the theaters? Redemption? No. <laughs> Like uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll hear wonderful things. Maybe it'll make me change my mind. I highly doubt it will. But like I said, unless somebody's paying it for me, I'm I'm not going to spend money on it myself. And I'm going to wait for uh, Netflix or Blu-ray or whatever for that because uh, I I made my I made my friends go see Man of Steel so I wouldn't be the only one seeing it. And uh, they were all disappointed in it just like I was. And I'm not going to do that to them with uh, Dawn of Justice. And I don't see movies alone. So- 
so we should do like a Kickstarter campaign to raise enough <laughs> money for Ian. Ticket. Start a start up start up a comic timing Patreon, movie. and like the first uh, the first yeah. level is is paying for me to go see Dawn of Justice. Yeah, and then <laughs> you would have exclusive access to Ian's. You could do like a, a Skype teleconference oh, that God. night, <laughs> and uh, they could listen in to your immediate reactions coming out of the theater, and then they would have first access to uh, the comic timing review episode, which would be like for a week or something, and then we'd put it out for the rest of the people who didn't subscribe. <laughs> I, you know, somewhere down the road, I might actually wind up starting up a Patreon for this just to see, you know, who bites. But uh, that that might be a good idea. We'll see about it. But yeah, like I said, as of now. I'm I'm skipping Donna Justice in the theaters and I mean, realistically I'll, if you if you don't want to support the movie just don't go see it within the first week because that's all that really counts there are first week returns you're not the first person to say that uh, I would probably have to wait about three weeks though just to be on the safe side or maybe like until Netflix or or or, or Blu-ray yeah. Redbox yeah Redbox yeah that, that that could be although I, I I actually don't do Redbox just because I could just wait for Netflix like I pay for HD uh, sorry I pay for Blu-ray Netflix discs so I might as well you know just get them from there. You no. still get discs? Yeah, All right. Rant number two. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Crap. No, 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 no. This is a quickie, all right? Oh, that's what a she said. Giggity. Netflix still has a disc service. Thank is that you. what you're trying to inform yes, us Yes, and not just that. There are a shitload of movies that are only available on disc to this day, and I'm not going to yes, pay. Yes, it's everything that's not on streaming. Yes, exactly. Yes. And some of it is are you know new movies that I don't want to wait for to show up on streaming, and yet I can get them almost right away via Blu-ray Netflix rentals. So why the hell wouldn't I? That's less I, that's less of a Netflix rant than more of a uh, studio rant, unfortunately. Though. Yeah, but it but it it is also that Netflix continues to have an incomplete package. That's what she said, uh, and I. You know, to get that complete package, that's what she said. I I need to have both discs and and streaming. You know that those are my options. So I I have a one disc plan at this point. You know, it it, it ain't gonna kill me to get a movie that I actually really want to see on Blu-ray, watch it, and then return it. Yeah. So there you go. And and essentially, Chris pays for streaming, and I pay for the discs. You know, we split it up that way. So makes sense. After Wonder Woman, like we said, Justice League Part One. Uh, November seventeenth on twenty seventeen in twenty seventeen. I assume we're all thinking Darkseid. Oh God, I hope not. I re- just give me someone else other than Darkseid, please. It seems to be their go-to player, and it, it would really Brainiac? is no. Brainiac. Brainiac. Yeah, maybe that could work. God, Lex Luthor, just make him the big bad, please. Of Justice League, of Justice why? League? Yes, because it, it it could work also too. You could use anybody other than Darkseid, and it would work as the big bad. Actually, if you use Suicide Squad correctly, you could then have the Justice League face off against a Injustice League, Injustice League Part One. Essentially, sure. Lex Luthor and a bunch of villains, you know, doing their best to screw with the world and screw with the Justice League. Or hell, they could do Tower of Babel if they really, if they really wanted to, and make it a two-parter. That's a possibility. That I don't a- know that Tower of Babel is a true Justice League movie story clarify there it is but not until like the third or fourth movie because you really need to establish batman as part of the team by then yeah yeah because they're just gonna be like you know we're not gonna have a satellite till justice league 2 part 3 you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) for crying out loud oh god yeah but but yeah so that that, so we do not want dark side for the most part i'm i'm assuming from the general consensus here 
I mean, Brett, uh, I, I, I know, I know that you're probably the most opposed. DC of all of us. So yeah, uh, I know, I know, and I, and I'm I'm reading the comics now, and I'm still I'm, I'm kind of like, man, they're really milking this dark side, new god stuff for all it's worth. Oh yeah. god, are Jack they ever. Kirby doesn't need to sue uh, Marvel; he needs to sue DC. Yeah. Because they're using the new gods, unless they got a much better deal on that. You're doing know. it in trade or digital at this point? Uh, uh, digital. Digital, okay. Yeah. Non-comicsology, I assume. Cough, cough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> as I, I can't lie to you, I know you have my password. Well, yeah, that's true. Anyway. That's true. I, I haven't checked in a while, though, but uh, I, I kind of figured. I kind of gathered. Yeah. yeah, but uh, well, you a baby and all that, but you know, I still yeah. pick up some trades here and there and stuff, and right. get stuff on digital and sales. That's fine. But yeah, they're milking that dark side world's end. You know, Green Lantern is crossing over with the new Genesis, new gods. Mm-hmm. Earth Two is in all out war with Apocalypse now, and they got World's Finest with Apocalypse, and they got the World's End weekly series with Apocalypse, and yeah. then Earth Two with Apocalypse, <laughs> and it's like Apocalypse, 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 Apocalypse now. Yeah. <laughs> They're they're milking it for all its Jack Kirby's dead soul for all it's worth. So. <laughs> there I was with Kirby's wife. Hey hey, Kirby's getting money from Marvel now, so that's something. That's something. The Kirby, yeah, the Kirby estate something. will actually be properly respected in the upcoming movies that will happen, and his name will be on them where they should be. But yeah, I I kind of feel like they wouldn't be doing all this legwork in the comics if they weren't going to plan on using him for the movies. You know I why? mean, it, it makes the most sense because he's a, a like we kind of saw in the, if you watch the animated movie, mm-hmm. and even the first six issues of the Jim Lee, Jeff Johns run, Yeah, he's got people they can go up against like cannon fodder. Just the same way the event, first Avengers movie did, even though there was, you know, Loki's not really a villain they can all team up against, but right. they kind of did. So it gives... Instead of one guy, it's going to give them multiple challenges. You know, uh, either it's all Parademons versus Darkseid, or they can ha- throw in the Furies, Calabac. You know, there's a whole bunch of other characters they can throw in this movie. Desad. Uh, Desad is well. He's not really. I'm not thinking like. I'm thinking like movie battles. Well, well, okay, okay, but if you do Parademons, if you do Parademons, that's essentially the first Avengers movie. Yeah. And and then uh, and Thanos and Darkseid look kind of similar, also too, in some respects. Yes, but they might be doing something different. We don't know. I hope they are. I we hope they know. are for the variety of it. You know, I, I like I said, I'd actually much rather see an Injustice League type story told in Justice League than immediately going uber cosmic, involving Darkseid, having parademons and all that. It just it it feels like. It would be too similar, and they have to differentiate themselves. So, who, who would you want to see them go up against then? The center would be pretty cool. You could do a modern day storytelling of 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 of, of um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the thing with the stuff. No, we can't read your uh, mind, Brandon. I'm sorry, I'm blank. I just blanked <laughs> on it. But the center from uh, the Darwin Cookbook. Oh, um, okay. Uh, from yeah. New, from New the Frontier. Center. Hmm? Yes, yes, that's okay. what he's talking about. All right, cool, gotcha, from New Frontier, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is something, but no, if they do Injustice League, they could essentially have a bunch of the villains that they've already introduced together as one cohesive team facing off against the team. And, you know, they try to break things up, and, you know, then you can even change it up and have, you know, base Batman face off against, uh, say, uh, uh, 
you know, cheetah and stuff like that, and you know, have have different roles being played in in these movies, and you know, just just really just to do something that I don't think we're going to get in Marvel for a long time now. You know, you could probably do that a lot easier with DC's properties than you can with Marvel's. Have Cyborg in there. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Cyborg's villains. Wait, he doesn't have any. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe have uh, Metallo thrown in there. You know, have Complete uh, Man. Yeah, you know, have the Riddler in there if you if you really want to. You know, just just go go nuts and make something menacing for the Justice League that is not a cosmic threat. And have Chemo nuke uh, Bloodhaven again. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, we don't need Bloodhaven. Since you know that's what Zack Snyder likes to do, he likes to destroy cities. Uh, don't get me started. Low blow, low blow. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. Justice Darkseid is the premier Justice League villain. Yeah, maybe they can build up to him too. I, I mean, Starro. I don't really know what I'd like to see. Ooh, Starro, actually, the original Justice League villain. That I don't know. A whole bunch of starfish in the sky. Come on, they can't, they can't do Galactus correctly. You think they can do Starro correctly? For Point. crying out loud. <sighs> Giant cloud. Giant cloud. What the hell were you thinking, Fox, the first time around? Ugh. Flash, March 23rd, 2018. You know, it, it, I'm really happy that they're establishing a, a, a TV universe and that they're going to have the same actor play that in the TV. Wait, never mind. Uh, that's not what they're doing at all. They're just getting some wanky guy with black hair to play the Flash. Who is this person, and where did he come from? I have no I have idea. Never heard of him before. I have no idea. I've never heard of him before, but you know, then again, not many people had heard of the actor playing Barry Allen right now on the Flash until he was there. So, well, unless you watch Glee. Well, right, but not. There's not much crossover between, <laughs> you know, people watching. Actually, wait, there is, probably is a lot more. Yeah, CW, CW, thank show. you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, Brent. Have you ever heard of him? No. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I googled his face or I googled, googled his name when I heard his name to see what he looked like yeah. and he doesn't like he's got long black hair I don't what the yeah he screams Barry Allen a lot doesn't he and he's he's like a pasty pale faced pretty boy long haired black haired emo kid from what I saw on google so I'm it's I have cannot way. speak to his acting, acting yeah kind of like that I can't speak to his acting ability but yeah. he certainly doesn't fit the Barry Allen I have in my mind from the comics, which has blonde hair, green eyes, right. much less the TV show. There's this I'm great really thing called now. dye, by the way. It can change the color of your hair, and uh, it can be utilized. Uh, yeah, I know I know that there is, but usually if you're a pasty-faced kid with black hair, yeah. it's probably harder to dye convincingly and make you look like a person with lighter hair usually has a different skin tone. I don't know. But, I'm making this shit up as I go along. But but Brent, he has a wonderful track record of the perks of being a wallflower and a couple of episodes of Royal Pains. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious strange. as to where they found this guy and, and they didn't pick you know, like one of the kids from Teen Wolf, the guy who did the Maze Runner, mm-hmm. would be a great uh if if Grant Gustin wasn't doing a good job on uh, the television show, I would say Get the kid from Teen Wolf who's doing the Maze Runner right now. Yeah, he would have been a great Barry Allen well, for for the TV or or the, or the movies. A theory, a theory that people have brought forth that would be very interesting if they did decide to go this route. Have they said a hundred percent that he is playing Barry Allen? No, they said the Flash. Right. What if they do Jake Eric? 
No, uh, they no, would not. No, because he's an obscure quantity. Earth two. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't think they would do Jay Garrick. What about Wally? Oh, I hope to God not. Yeah. No, if if you have a Barry Allen flash on the TV show, and you made such a big stink about bringing back Barry Allen in the comics, you're not going to do a Wally movie. And look, look, there's, one, there's only one, there's only one other black-haired Flash, and that's John Fox. And I doubt they're doing that one either, too. They're doing John Fox. It's oh, been announced here on Comic Timing. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be John Fox. Yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah. Who's John Fox? He's exactly. the future Flash uh, from Mark Waid's run. Twenty seventh oh. century. Also, remember DC One Million? Mm-hmm. He was the oh, Flash okay. in that. Eight hundred, eight hundred. The year eight thousand. Is that the guy with the big silver lightning bolt down his chest? It is. Uh, sort of. What, in one costume, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he wore blue instead of uh, red. Got a bunch. Of tri- got a bunch of triangles also on his shoulders and on him. Yeah. Nope. Don't recall it. Aquaman, July twenty seventh of twenty eighteen. Jason Momoa. I like the casting. That that could be cool, having more of a warrior Aquaman. That's more the Aquaman that's my flavor. Uh, you don't have to worry about him being blonde and wearing orange. Yeah, th- that, I mean, I've seen the Conan movie. I didn't think much of it with Jason Momoa, but, so it's kind of like, he was really great as Cal Drogo, but, you know, Cal Drogo was really violent, and then he didn't, there was some acting, but, you know, he was speaking a different language the entire time, so it's kind of hard to say that, Jason Momoa is a accomplished actor. You know what well, I mean? He's, he's reprising his role from Stargate Atlantis, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yes and no. Uh, I mean, it, it is a similar thing. I, the, the The role on uh, on Stargate Atlantis was Conan. Was Conan pretty much like that? That that wasn't much of a differentiation there. Uh, Jason Momoa is good at what he does, and what it is is gruff, grunty, strong people. <clears throat> I want your head on a pike now. Yeah. I could easily see a trident in his hand, and I kind of don't see him talking to fish. <laughs> so I don't know if they're going to go that route for Aquaman this time around. They might They might make it like a control thing. Which is what it is in the first place. Yeah. Which is what it freaking is in the first place. Right. My yeah. ability to talk to fish is of no use here, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be that cheesy, but yeah. it makes sense. I think if you're underwater and you have to deal with sharks and stuff, you're going to be much more of a badass than a pussy. Totally. Yeah, I could see that. It is, of this slate of movies, other than Wonder Woman, the one that I'm looking forward to uh, the most DC-wise. Because I think it could be really cool. It's kind of the biggest mystery. The one that's not like a known factor where you're just like, okay, it's a Wonder Woman movie. Okay, you know, there's kind of something you can go off of. You know, because they... Look who they cast as Wonder Woman. She kind of fits the bill mm-hmm. um, as far as look and everything like that. And we've seen her in costume, and she doesn't look terrible. Yeah. She looks pretty good. Um, you know, a lot of us like the costume. I'm hoping there's more color to it. But So this is the biggest departure from any source material that they're doing. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of why it's, I think it's the most interesting. Well, well if, go ahead. I'm saying if DC had the balls, they would follow up with the political intrigue that is in a lot of Aquaman also, too. That would be nice to see. I mean, you could do their version of uh, Winter Soldier with the with the, with the political with the political uh, political intrigue that goes with, you know, uh, was it Orin, mm-hmm. uh, Arthur, the Court of Atlantis, also too Black Manta, Black Manta, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I, I guarantee you, Black Manta is going to be in the movie one way or the other. Do you, Do you think we'll see Garth or no? 
Mm, maybe, but probably not as Aqualad or Tempest or anything. I think he might just be a supporting character. Mm. We might not get Garth. Maybe we'll get Calderon. That would be that. Ooh, that would be if good. If you have to a see. more ethnic Aquaman and Atlantis is in the Polynesian and they come up on some deserted island and get breathe air or something, you might get a you might get a, a different uh, ethnicity Aqua Boy. Oh, and and let, let me let me straight up say the fact that Vinny Price is is Vinny Chase is not playing Aquaman is just very very disappointing to me. I mean, he the first the first Aquaman movie was just excellent, and and the fact that he went off with Turtle and the rest and didn't sign up for that second one. I was kind of hoping he'd come back for this one, but it's just not going to happen. What a shame. Uh, yeah. What a shame. Yeah, you lost me. I don't. I never saw Entourage. <laughs> oh. In, uh, I think it was season two. Season two. Yeah. Yeah, there was an Aquaman movie, and uh, and, and Vinny Chase was the star of it. Mm. Direct- you know, who is it directed by? Was it James Cameron? I think it might have been, yeah. Yes, it was. Ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, I- because they went to his office one time. Yes, and I remember them like putting him in like a pressure chamber to try and like simulate the uh, the, the depths of the ocean. <laughs> you know what's surprising? Though? I, Alan Ritchie from Smallville. Yeah. His what? His last appearance as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a pretty cool take on it, also for a movie. Yeah. You know what? He also did motion capture for Ninja Turtles, but his voice was totally replaced. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> with Johnny Knoxville of oh, all people, God, I think he was. I want to say he was Leo, but I know yeah, no, Johnny was, Knoxville um, voiced Leo. Yeah, no, I, was, I thought, I thought was it was Michael Leo or Raph. No, Michelangelo was. I think the skinny looking dude. Hey, I was proud of myself for not seeing that in the theaters. Oh, um, I don't have any really interest in it. But <laughs> that movie can burn in a fire for all I care. Yeah, but I mean, when they when they kind of announced that you know the guy from Smallville who was Aquaman is doing the motion capture, I was like, yeah, good luck getting your voice in that movie, pal. Yeah. Mm. Well, th- think of think of how long it took. Uh, oh shit, I'm not blanking on his name all of a sudden, but. Uh, uh, Ape Sapien from uh, from. No, oh, Donnie Jones. Thank, thank you, Doug uh, Jones. Yeah, how, how long it took Doug Jones to actually get his voice be in anything? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, other than the cartoon, other than the cartoon versions, yeah, right, right, yeah. He was finally in Hellboy. This is his too. voice in the second movie. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It was it his voice one in the movie. second one. Right, it took one movie. Well, I'm also thinking about when he was uh, Silver Surfer. Yeah, uh, that, was, that wasn't his voice, and in a couple other movies, he's he's done motion capture, but didn't actually get his voice in the movie. Well, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, I don't think his character, either that guy doesn't speak Spanish, and the Ten-Eyed Man didn't speak any words at all. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I can't remember. (laughs) The guy with the finger balls, or the finger eyes, finger balls. Ten-Eyed Man, really? The Ten-Eyed Man, really? He's kind of like that. He opened his hands up, and there were eyeballs in his hands. That's a character I want to see in the the, the Justice League movie, man. The Ten-Eyed Man. man. That would be fat. That would be fat, Get Grant Morrison to write the script. I'm sure he could do it. All right. It's slight rant time yet again. <laughs> April rant 5th. Rant timing. Yeah, rant timing. It's becoming that. <laughs> that's I remember that's what I used to call my uh, my text pieces on the uh, on the website back in the day. April 5th, 2019, Shazam. You introduce as Black Adam the Rock now. 5 years in the future. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I didn't years. understand. Yeah. You make this announcement, and, you, and the Rock like is really excited about it, and his movie doesn't come out till 2019. Yeah, are you kidding me? Like, th- th- there's absolutely how many Fast and the Sequel Furious sequels are they doing? <laughs> well, well that, did he line up? Did he put priority for the 
um, G.I. Joe sequel over this or I something? I doubt what the it. Hell? I doubt well, it. This shows no faith in that movie, unfortunately, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I know. It, like, like, yeah, okay. We all knew when, as soon as he said, I'm going to be in a movie where all you do is just say the word. And you know, I mean, oh, he's going to be freaking Black Adam because he looks like Black Adam, yes, for God's does. sake. Yeah. And like, it just, and they said, oh, it's, it's going to be a lighthearted movie. I'm thinking, not in this universe. Mm. Well, the, the thing is, like, in my perfect universe, you flip, uh, you you flip Suicide Squad and Shazam. You know, yes, yes. That way, Shazam can Su- Suicide Squad's like. I'm kind of wondering if they did that because of Guardians of the Galaxy's success. Mm-hmm. So you know, like it's a, a little bit a easier comedy. to yeah, or uh, a weird you know rogue ensemble movie did really well. So why not one with DC characters? I mean, nobody knew Guardians of the Galaxy. That was the biggest risk Marvel's taken. Yeah. Which they could because it was so late in the game. Right. Um, but yeah, I can kind of see that they should really be flip-flops. But, yeah. but all this stuff could change. Right. And just like all this stuff could change and The Rock could easily pull out of this movie, which he probably will because it's five years from now. If he were smart, if, he'd be packing his bags right now. If Batman and Superman does not do well, yeah. we may not get any of this. You're, you're very right. You have a very good point. And you know, if, it, if it's a massive failure, if it's a massive flop, which uh-huh. I kind of hope it's not because I, I don't want to wait another five years to start a DC, to try and start a new DC universe. Well, the per- no, was per- I'm kind of, I'm ready for it to happen, right. you know? Well, the most perfect example of what you just talked about is that on this slate of movies that Newsarama mentioned, they have on November 11th, 2016, Sinister Six, and they have on uh, an unspecified date in 2017, a Sony female Spider-Man spinoff, and they have a Venom Carnage spinoff, and then they have Amazing Spider-Man 3 in 2018. The Venom Carnage movie is totally dead. So are the rest of these Spider-Man movies. They're not going to happen. No, Spider-Man 2 did not do well enough for it to to do all that. Yeah. Just which is sad because I, I kind of liked it to some degree, and I, I kind of not liked it. I kind of not liked it also too. I just wish that they didn't just go for the whole knee jerk reaction for this, these freaking movies. And just I, I get it that studios want to make the money real quickly, and they want to yeah. strike when the iron's hot. Right. But okay, look, if, if you're jumping on every fad that's out there real quick, mm-hmm. you're going to get burned r- just as fast, also too. Totally, and. Yeah. These the reason the comic movie comic book movies have been good for as long as they have been, which boggles my mind because I thought when Iron Man one came out, this is going to be you know not going to last long, maybe five years tops, right? I thought you know this was going to be just you know okay, they're going to they're going to make a movie here, make a movie here, and then they're going to completely fuck something up flash, down the road, flash in a pan, and then move on. Yeah. Exactly, yes. And the reason that they have been good is because they have been taking their time and they've been doing things which are smart. Yes. They've been doing, they've been doing things organically. Certainly. DC doesn't – DC po- because – forcing they, the issue. Because they, because they came so late in the game. Yeah. And now they have to play catch-up. You don't have to play catch-up. Just do it organically also. You're, you're, you're already behind the eight ball of Marvel. Well, then just do it behind the – just do it also your way. Slower also too. DC's you know, biggest mistake – I, I'm going to say this, and it's I'm sure I'll have dissension on this from some people, perhaps on the Facebook uh, page, for even saying this. But essentially, DC's biggest mistake was the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. 
Yes, they were because yeah, because yes, even it was letting Christopher Nolan play ball in no one else's universe. Yes, right, totally. Because yeah. you know, Christian Bale could have easily continued on. Yeah, and because they let him play in their own universe and make their own rules, uh, we're not getting Christian Bale as Batman, which has been the best one so far. And everybody's you know most people's opinion. I know some people still like Keaton and stuff like that. That's yeah. fine. The same way they still like uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. I like yeah. Val Kilmer, but I mean the same way. What's his face? Christopher Reeve is Superman for some people for the rest of time. Right. Michael Keaton the same way as Batman. Yeah. Well, th- that movie was three years too early. Batman Begins. You know, right. Be- and that- because because after Iron Man proved that a universe could be done, DC was already, you know, shit. Too late. We already committed to this. We got to keep going with this. We got to keep rolling with this. It's a Batman universe. These are the ones that are working for us. We're going to keep turning these out. If they had not been in the middle of a trilogy at the time, they would have been able to pause and then perhaps have Superman show up in one of these and then organically build up a Justice League movie. But yes, then I'm sure people would have been saying, well, you're just copying Marvel. And you know what? I would have said, yeah, they are because Marvel worked. And that's why Green Lantern was kind of an island unto itself, unfortunately. Not only for, not yeah. only because they get screwed by the producers, it got screwed by the executives also, mm-hmm. too. It got screwed on by everybody, too. Green Just, Lantern is a mystery to me, though. Like, it, Jeff it, Johns was a producer on the movie. You know, he was he a producer with his, with, his, with his hands tied, unfortunately. Yes. I, the, I still the, don't understand. It's, it's the same way that the Avatar The Last Airbender movie had the creators listed as producers, even though they had nothing to do with the movie. Exactly. If you're a producer, you give you either give money to the film or you give advice to the film. Totally. That that advice is not always taken by the director because mm-hmm. the movie is, is um, the movie is based on the director's vision. Right. I'm a writer. I can write a screenplay and say it's going to end this way. Yeah. But it's up to the director saying no. I don't like how the, I don't like how this is done. I think the character would do it this way. It's all it's all up to interpretation. Sure. At the time, Jeff Johns did not have anywhere near the amount of power with DC as he does now on the television and movie side. I think by the time the movie came out, he was just promoted to uh, uh, VP of um, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, uh, CC, uh, CCO. Yes. Yeah, C- right. CCO. Right. And so by that time, the movie, the movie was already on cellular. By, so, I'm sorry, in, on digital by that time, all right? Yeah. So, and also, you, that movie was, what, had, it had the director of two Bond films on it, then he was pulled out of it. It and had... So- and then it wound up with the director of Zorro, uh, which, you know, the first one was good, and the second one sucked. Right. And then the change writers also, too. It changed scripts four times. Yeah. Never a good sign. Never a good sign at all. I mean, that's, look, look what happened to Daredevil, Elektra, all those, all those Mark Stephen Johnson movies also, too. Worries me have- about Ant-Man going into it, but, I mean, at least at, from the scene that I saw at the Digital Plus panel, it looked cool, but I am still worried about where it's going to wind up. So that's why I mean that's why Green Lan- that's why Green Lantern is that movie unto itself, unfortunately, yeah. because it was supposed to be that spark for the whole entire universe. But right. They got cold feet and they said no to it. Sure. I mean, introducing Amanda Waller in there, she was supposed to be the tying force. She was going to be the Nick Fury of that universe and, mm-hmm. and you know push things forward. And because the movie, did, yeah, go ahead. Did Did you hear the stuff about uh, Ant Man about the writer about Paul Rudd basically rewriting the script with Peyton Reed? No, I didn't actually. Or not Peyton Reed, Adam McKay. Yeah. From Anchorman. Oh yes, no, I did, I did, I did hear about that. Yeah, that one I didn't hear about. Yeah, Adam, they called in Adam McKay. They offered him to direct it. He 
turned down directing, but he did do a rewrite on the script with uh, for them so with punch up? Uh, with Paul Rudd. Is he, is he doing punch up or what? They 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 said they left like the structure, but a lot of I guess a lot of the stuff that Edgar Wright, you know, left over is not part of it. You know, the the changes Marvel wanted to be made were made, basically, is what the yeah. end, end story was. Which bothers me a little bit, because I think, why But, I mean, he... listen, Edgar Edgar Wright did all the casting. Right, yeah. I, you know what I, I mean? Or Well, he had, I'm sure he had some input. He didn't have total say. But, I mean, it's still kind of Edgar Wright's vision as ba- far as casting. Basic well, structure, and basic structure basic of the structure. movie is, is still going to be there. It's just it's not Edgar Wright's yeah. movie anymore. So, the, they, so sticking to the so screen, like a, the script's changing now. Essentially, yeah. But... Why would you give total creative freedom for Guardians and not for Ant-Man, though? Well, it's it's because it takes eight years risk. to develop a movie. I'm sure there's a lot less faith placed in it yeah. than something that develops organically over a th- regular three-year span. It was. It, it's essentially, you know, they they showed off that test footage like with Iron Man two. Yeah. The, yes. The way you know what, Brandon, the way that executives look at it, not the way that us fans look at it. It's like when you leave coffee on for too long. You know, like it might be the best coffee in the world, but if you leave it on the pot too long, the coffee's going to burn and it's going to and it's gonna taste like shit. And no, it, it's, it's, and it's, it's the same way with my job. There are programs right now. Um, they are, are t- there's a lot of processes we have to go to. And if you get, if, even if you execute the process correctly, mm-hmm. if you take too long to go through that process, yeah. you know, you're not necessarily looked on with favorable light. Right. Because you still took too long in the process. Yeah. But unfortunately, but this even is if it's job. out of your control, which is such is the case in a lot of my job, the processes are really out of your control, and if you take too long, you still look bad, even though it's not your fault. I know, I, so, I get that, but this is but this isn't art form, though. Honestly, it's cinema. You know, it. Yeah, yeah, but this is not this is not art to them. This is business. It is. You know what which, I mean? Is, On the executive me upset, level, though. it is. Well, and what I'm hoping does actually wind up happening here, and Brent, and Brent, I'm sure you could probably agree with me on this, is that uh, with the Incredible Hulk movie, which we all, for the general point of it, do enjoy, even though it's you know less relevant than some of the other uh, Marvel movies that uh, that are part of this Phase One uh, that came out. Ed Norton had a lot of input in there. Correct. He did a, a, even script uh, script touch ups and even helped out with I think some of the second uh, the second tier directing on the film. If I said he correctly. directed some things or something that's, like that. I was yeah. like, what? He was a second, he, unit, yeah, second, unit, second unit director. Yeah, essentially. Uh, that's what I'm hoping will work for Ant Man. Is that Paul Rudd? You know, does have a pretty good uh, uh, you know pedigree along with Adam McKay. And what they're bringing to it will give us a good movie, just like Ed Norton's Hulk worked. But I don't think it's going to be anywhere near the best, and it's probably going to have some flaws to it. Agreed. We'll see. We'll see. It's just we'll worry about that when the time comes. Essentially, it's just it's one bad movie is not going to kill Marvel. One bad movie could kill DC at right. this point. I'll, I'll I'll go down to the end of the DC slate, and then we'll we'll move over to Marvel. Uh, after Shazam is Justice League Part Two. Don't really say much about that, other than the fact that it's taking forever. Versus uh, the worst team is worse. But the timing of Cyborg and Green Lantern are interesting because they're waiting until Justice League Part after Justice League Part Two in 2020. April 3rd is Cyborg. June 19th is Green Lantern, meaning that they're essentially waiting for these characters to be introduced in Justice League and hoping that they become popular enough to warrant their own movies. Those those movies could easily could easily go away. 
Right. Well, I, I, I think the thing that speaks most to that to that point, Ian, is that Ray Fisher, the guy playing Cyborg and yeah. Batman Superman, did not know there was going to be a Cyborg movie until we knew. Yes. Yeah. So there's not a lot of faith in the character. There's not a lot of faith in the actor. If you're not t- even telling the actor, "Hey, we're going to cast you as Cyborg," but oh by the way, uh, you you're gonna we're gonna have a solo movie for you in 2020. <laughs> it's kind of like this. I really feel like that's a placeholder. That could be anything else. Totally. Right. And I get. Honestly, too, that one actually kind of makes the most sense because, look, if, if people don't react to Cyborg in the way that you know they, they want them to, no one's going to really care. And honestly, like I said before, who are Cyborg's villains? None. Exactly. We yeah. can't name one. A Cyborg, honestly, I think would probably work best in a Titans movie, I think. Yeah. Get your, uh, you can get a different dynamic from that. And and last I heard, uh, Titans was coming to TNT. TNT. It was just like the worst place for it to go. What the fuck? It's, oh, it could be, could be worse than Supergirl on CBS. Yeah. I, don't, I really don't understand. I know they have Warner Brothers has a different television division other than like CW, and they, they, they produce TV shows for other networks and things, but yeah. I, I don't understand all of the, the different places that... Well, Titans and CBS, well, they're, Supergirl. They're, they're, they're bid on, that's why. And by the way... Listen to the episode of Legion of Substitute Podcasters that I was on this last week, and you'll hear uh, a story from uh, Eric on that episode that was on with me, telling about his uh, his tour of the Warner Brothers lot and realizing what they were filming on the Warner Brothers lot. Uh, and I mean, I won't give it away. Listen to the to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters episode, but uh, to say the least, it was a. I can't believe this is being filmed on a Warner Brothers lot type moment. Well, I think the lot space is a lot different, you know, than uh, than the production. You know what I mean? Like, I think anybody can rent lot space from anybody. Oh, sure, sure, right. It's just, it's just, it was. You might still... be on a Warner Brothers mount on a Disney production or a Paramount lot on a Warner, you know, Warner production. Right. I think it's just where they have the stage space. Yeah, but it, it could be wrong. No, no, you and you you are right. You are absolutely right about that. It's just you know sometimes it 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 is it is you know laugh out loud moments when you see uh, certain things being filmed <laughs> in, in certain locations that you would uh, not imagine. Uh, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, <clears throat> yeah. So Green Lantern. Do we think it's going to be John Stewart? Um, Kyle Rayner probably. I, I really hope that's John Stewart. If they have a Black Panther movie, they can do a Black Green Lantern. Sorry, I think so too. I mean, yeah, not I sorry. Not sorry. I think it would be cool, but I'm Hal Jordan never really had any interest to me. The best part about Jeff Johns' runs was the concept, yeah. Not necessarily the character, right? And, and and I think Hal Jordan has kind of a bad taste in people's mouths from the Green Lantern movie. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And Brandon, trust me, I would love for it to be Kyle Rayner. It's just I see in my head John Stewart. Oh, so so more, do I. More likely. Uh, although you know, remember Kyle does have the uh, the you know the the I guess the ethnic breakdown that would work as well. You know, he's not just straight white. So if if they are looking for diversity in, in a Justice League movie, yeah, but they could still go that route. What is what is he? He's part uh, well, Rainer. Uh, part um, what the hell is he? Uh, he's white and um, Indian. So, yeah, it's something Middle Eastern. I think it was right. Yeah, let, let me let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. I don't know. That's that's they don't. I mean, they draw him as a white guy, so. Immediately, he doesn't come to mind that he's like an ethnic character to me. Hey, Con- Connor Hawk. 
Yeah, I know. He's drawn, you know, he's not drawn tan, but he's colored tan. So there's more of a hint that he is of other ethnicities than Kyle Rayner ever was. Or he could be from California. (laughs) True. Let's see. You know, it's Uh, comic books. This is, you know, they don't, they're not like, oh my gosh, he's going to get a tan because he lives in California. It's, he's tan because he's ethnic. He's he's part Mexican, actually. His his father was a Mexican-American CIA agent named Gabriel Vasquez. Mexican? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, there you go with that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, it's way down the line. Let's 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 uh, talk about greener pastures, to say the least. Oh, Fox? Oh, obviously. That is obviously <laughs> where I'm going with this right Daredevil now, Daredevil movie, or not Daredevil. Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool movie, yeah, February. That, that could be cool. That could be cool. 2016. Yeah. Which if means- it's anything like, if it's just like the animation test... It'll be cool. Yes. Oh god, that'd be amazing. That did look really good. Like I that it it's the right kind of zany for Deadpool. I could totally see them pulling that off. Uh, of course, it's a solo movie that I doubt would have anything to do with anything unless they wind up doing the X Force movie. I mean, but. I'm kind of curious why, like a Deadpool movie, especially like you know they have these lo- they want to make these lower budget movies, but mm-hmm. it seems to me like all of your realistic CGI costs a lot more than it would be just to do like a. A Deadpool movie in the same way that the animation test was, as, as hire, an animation hire style. Just hire Blur. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know that they have the capacity to do a full feature film. Well, if you throw, if throw, throw enough money at them, they probably could. Yeah, they could. Hey, I'm just disappointed that because of the separation between Fox and Marvel, they can't have Bob the Hydra agent. He can be uh, Bob the Viper agent? Yeah, I guess. Because Viper was in... Wolverine too. So, oh god, could you imagine Bob showing up on Agents of Shield? He could just oh be god. Bob the Henchman. <laughs> yeah, it it could just be Bob the Henchman. You're right. You're right. Just get rid of the original, uh, uh, you know, association. All right, 2016, May 6th, Captain America: Civil War. The original slide said Serpent Society. Immediately when they said Serpent Society, I was like, "What?" The yeah, hell? Serpent Society. Oh god! Nice little joke since there. the since the news about Robert Downey Jr. being a part of Cap Three came mm-hmm. out, yeah, when they said Serpent Society, I immediately knew. I was like, "This isn't real." Yeah, like and you yet, know, there's and there's yet no my, way that the Downey stuff leaks and the Civil War rumors leak, right? And then it be Serpent Society. My Twitter blew up at the Serpent Society. Like, yes, Serpent Society. I'm looking forward to this. Really? Yeah. Who and the, the hell was that? A really? Bu- a bunch of a bunch of people that I follow. Were, Constrictor. Yeah. Let's, let's name let's name up the Serpent Society. You got Constrictor. Yeah. Diamond Head. And yeah. that's and that's and that's what all of them I think really. Well, yeah, essentially. But Diamond Head is a Cap character. You know, through and through that that they could wind up bringing in, but that's not what they're doing. It's Captain America: Civil War. <sighs> what a bunch of pillagers your friends are! <laughs> I, I would not be excited about Serpent Society. Oh God, movie. Chris just entered the room. I'm afraid. Man, that Serpent Society movie <laughs> in the Fringe universe is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and that interjection was absolutely worth it. <laughs> if Shield ever goes into multi- alternate dimensions and they come to ours, yeah, and if it's, it should be the Serpent Society movie. It totally that should. Would be kind of cool, <laughs> like an off kilter. Yeah, well, C- Civil War. Let, let me say that I almost feel like Civil War is a counter to Dawn of Justice in some ways. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're gonna have a bunch of. It's. I'm sure it's not just gonna be, you know, 
Cap and uh, Captain, or what's his face, Iron Man. It's going to be all these other heroes. We know Black Panther's going to be in Dawn, or uh, Civil War. Yep. So it'll be, yeah, I think it's going to be a very good counter to Dawn of Justice. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm sur- sure it'll get better reviews and, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 and a lot less fanboy hate, you know... Well, and and the thing that they that they brought up is that yes, the movie universe is quite different than the comic universe, and they're going to work with it with essentially instead of having to worry about uh, registering identities because that's not really an issue in the uh, in the movie universe. It's more going to be government control of superheroes, which is kind of the base of Civil War at its core. Well, I would say the base of Civil War is there's a schism between Captain America and Iron Man, and they choose different sides and yeah. go against each other. That's right. the core storyline. You could have yes. any other plot device cause that schism. You're right. So I, I'm not torn up about it. Yeah, well, neither, uh, neither am I. It's gonna be it's gonna be much more less much less uh, far right paranoia than I think the original book was. Oh, dude, uh, they still need to have some sort of Bill O'Reilly cameo though. That would- oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, if they could bring in Pro- Prodigy as like the hero that they bring down, I would just be happy. <laughs> just some random dude getting his ass kicked on by by Shield. Oh man! Well, I, I'm wondering what the incident is going to be. Whether it's something stemming from Age of Ultron, or whether it's something that's going to happen in Civil War itself uh, that that causes the initial backlash. That's going to be very interesting to see. Like, are we going to lose Stanford? I thought probably yes, I probably could, but I think going by from the tone of Age of Ultron, you you see that Tony wants something very decisive to end the Avengers, right? So I think that could be what it is. Yeah, and anything's possible, man. I mean, this entire podcast is based on conjecture right now. So I mean, speculation, folks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be absolutely anything, but I'm very very intrigued to see where this is going to wind up going. Brent, any, I mean, what do you think, man? I mean, is this is this more uh, anticipatory for you than Dawn of Justice, or is it around the same? I'm. They're about the same. I'm. You know, this is going to be more of a, a known quality. I'm sure I'll be just as excited to see the trailer for that as I will Dawn of Justice. Right. The Don. The appeal to me. For Don Justice, which I think I've talked about numerous times, yes. is that it's new. It's new. It's new. It's new, and and I'm I'm curious to see something new. Yes, as opposed to like the anticipation for the Marvel stuff is like it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on. Not the fact that it's better or mm-hmm. it's this particular storyline, that or the other. Right. Yeah. It's it's one of those it's one of those situations where I think. The the time is right for something like this. Again, especially stemming off of Age of Ultron and from the trailer that is now officially out, you know, I'm not the only person on this call that has that has seen the Age of Ultron trailer at this point. No. And now I've seen we've seen the same footage as you probably from the New York Comic Con. Very similar. There's there's one shot, one shot that I saw that you guys did not like totally did not see yet. Uh, which was a, a end of trailer stinger that I got to see that you guys didn't, but it, you got the same base shot. I'll put it that what way. Was the, what was the stinger? Uh, it was actually Tony looking over the, the broken shield. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not just the broken shield. It's Tony being on the site with the broken shield. Interesting. Yeah, 
I mean, I, I don't know if that's going to make much of a difference overall, but uh, it, at least emotion-wise, it, it, it certainly did. But yeah, that that you saw the same scene uh, with Thor that I did, only <clears throat> mine was slightly more extended. Mine actually had uh, Hawkeye also attempting to pick up the, uh, the the hammer and him going like essentially just waving it off like it's not it's not going to happen. I missed the Hulk. Mm-hmm. I missed the Hulk part though. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that happened. That happened in my version too. Yeah. What Hulk part? Uh, well, oh, Hulk. Bruce okay. Bruce tries to pick it up and uh, is all like grunty and everything, like almost trying to psych it out Hulk style, and oh. and it doesn't it doesn't budge an inch. I'm curious as to why uh why that you know. Why they cut it down for TV for, the sh- for Shield? Yeah, yeah. Well, for, for time maybe. Yeah, just for time. That's it. Well, it was, well, show me, show me the whole clip versus the trailer again. Yeah, honestly, I know. Well, well, keep. Well, I think well because of the leak, the leak they got screwed really hard. Unfortunately, they did. And yeah, uh, I'm kind of wondering if that whole thing was going to be what they showed to begin with. I I don't think so. I mean, I, no. I, I think it's probably just me the trailer. Yeah. I think because of the leak, they added the scene in there beforehand, just to sweeten the pot. So, like, oh, you think you, you think you've seen the trailer? Here is an extra clip for it. That is actually kind of what the promotion leading into it made it seem like. You know, like like that. It was definitely tacked on because they had this ready because of of you know showing it at San Diego Comic Con and uh, showing it at the uh, at the Marvel Plus panel. Like they had it ready. So they just, you know, edited it all, edited it all together for TV, nice and quick and easy, and did it that way. And this was not planned, okay? For anybody out there trying to conspiracy theory it that Marvel planned it this way, like this was international markets getting a hold of the trailer and somebody uploading it to the internet internet without permission. It was mm, yeah. it was as simple as that. And shit like this. What do you think is a bigger sin, uh, the trailer leak or the extra saying that there's a female Robin in Batman to Superman? Trailer leak. Trailer leak. With yeah, really? Yeah, because the trailer leak. They're saying that the fine for that extra is like half a million dollars or something like that. Oh jeez! Wow. Well, still, I mean, uh, that's a that's a sin in itself. I mean, honestly. Well, but I mean, this was meant to market. Shield. I mean, because that show needs all the ratings it can get right now. Right. And because of that leak, uh, that kind of fucked Marvel over big time. Is, it, is, is Shield still? Is it doing bad? Worse? It's better? not doing good, unfortunately. Shield has no. Actually, well, all things put together, Shield has about the same ratings as Gotham right now. It's really. It, yeah. It, it's not. It's not actually as bad as it seems. It's just the. The ratings are lower than last year. Essentially, they're 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 evening out. Like in key demographics, things are about as what they are with with Gotham. Gotham has better ratings than both Arrow and Flash. Last last that I checked, uh, even though Flash did break a CW record, highest rated premiere. Yes, but CW is still one of the secondary, one of the third tier networks, and it will continue to be so. Airing on Fox. Gotham is doing just about as well as as Agents it of can Shield. Be expected. Yeah. yeah. As as to be expected. Um neither of them are in danger right now. Let's put it that way. Like they're okay. like Agents of Shield is doing good enough whether or not Marvel decides to continue it after season 2, we'll see. But it's, I'm just I'm just surprised that uh you know they Kevin Feige was interviewed after the Marvel event and they asked him about the the Netflix stuff and is it going to tie in and he was kind of like they're not. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're part of the same universe, but they're not going to tie in. So I'm kind of worried about S.H.I.E.L.D. and that they're not, you know, okay, I guess you could talk about Civil War, but I don't know how you can tie into Civil War next season. You I know, maybe the build-up or something. Build-up, yes, more than anything, I, th- I think you'll you'll see there. But I don't think they wanted to say anything about the Netflix stuff yet because it hasn't happened yet. And yeah, they've only filmed one show so far. Right, exactly. And by the time we get to... Are they, are they done filming Daredevil? Or? They are... No. I think uh, they're done? in the midst of it, right? Yeah, they're yeah. in the midst of it. They're about six or seven episodes in, I think. How has somebody not spotted the red costume, honestly? Because oh, they're using the black costume. The whole season? Not only the whole season, but one of the promo shots is of the black costume. I, I saw that. It's barely a costume. Well, Give me because, my production level quality shot of the red costume. We're going to get there. We're going to get eventually. there. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, there's spe- no way that he's going to be in the black costume the entire season. Can I don't I think he's going to either. There's no way. Can yeah. I speculate a little bit real quick? Go ahead. I'm uh, speculating. You don't have to ask permission. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Not my show. Uh, I think really this is going to be like... Pro- I mean, I don't want to say like a prequel to Daredevil proper. I think we're going to get a, a little bit of origin, probably of like the first half of the Daredevil series, I think. Mm. And it's already like Daredevil finding his footing as the hero, I think. Getting trained by Stick and all, all getting trained by Stick, running into people who's, who's, going, who's going to affect his life, like uh, possibly Rosario Dawson's character. I'm not going to say who she possibly could be. But uh, things of, the, of of that nature, and then later down the line, cl- probably getting closer to the end of the series when they start interacting with, you know, Jessica Jones, yeah. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Defenders. That's where you get the red costume. They announced who Rosario Dawson's character. Do you, she's Night Nurse, right? I didn't want to say that, but yeah, that's what that's what it's looking to be. Yeah. See, th- what th- that's got to be a oh, what a waste. I, that's not a waste at all, dude. She can show up in all the series now. Yeah, because she can be an yeah. I the, I was the, hoping for her to be Ele- Echo or De- uh, Electra. We were we were as well. She's but a quality actress. Why I, waste her on a character like Night Nurse right, no, instead of no, something no, more no, marquee? No. Brent, 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 Brent. All right. First off, like like I just said, so she's just going to be the through line through all the Netflix series. Is that what you're saying? I think, she, yeah, I think that's going to be part of it. Definitely, is that yeah, she is the one that all of these heroes go to when they are injured. She is a huge, very very important character to street level Marvel characters. Period. So yeah, they, they they got her for a reason because she is a face, and now she can be in all of the series in one way or the other. Okay, all right. Yeah. The fanboy in me is not excited about that. I I know, dude. I know. I mean, trust me. I would have rather it been one of the others too, but I completely understand where they're coming from here. I would. I don't think I would want her as, as a uh, as a hero based character. I don't think I would pr- pr- prefer her as like the uh, the ADA from the Mark Wade version of Daredevil. Mm, okay. Kind of, I think that, she'd be that, a pretty interesting villain. I mean, Gale in, in Sin City, she's plays quite a badass. Yeah, but me yeah, or like in uh, one of any other Rodriguez film, you know. So all right, she's only in those two Rodriguez films. Let's mm-hmm. look. Well, hold on. Let, let's let's move on uh, a, a little bit because we're gonna otherwise we're just gonna keep speculating about Daredevil the entire episode, and and uh, we're not gonna get a chance to talk about the rest. Doctor Strange, November 4th, 2016. Uh, yes. Benedict Cumberbatch, not confirmed. Thank you. Not confirmed. If, if Thank they you. Made, if they made an announcement, 
you know, if the if he missed the boat on this, like, I think it's going to fall through. Well, all right, it's gonna it's gonna be somebody else. The same way that we had Joaquin Phoenix and yes. stuff leading up to Comic Con, and they had a big no show Comic Con presentation, and you know. I think Feige said that that fell through or something like that. He did, yes. The same way he said at this presentation, anything that wasn't announced today is just rumors, speculation, right. or totally false. Yeah, it could happen or it could not happen. I am so pissed off in general. <laughs> Are you not a press. Sherlock fan? Okay. I'm, it's, not, it's, it's, not that, it's not your that Benedict I, Cumberbatch hate. It's not that I don't enjoy Sherlock. Is that... Benedict Cumberbatch is overexposed. Yes, okay? he's everywhere. Ben- Benedict Cumberbatch, you cannot just put the same actor in every single major geek franchise and expect people to immediately lap it up with a spoon and say, yes, more, please. It's Ian uninspired. McCull- Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen has been... He's in two Lord of the Rings franchises and X-Men. Yes, but Lord of the Rings is the same franchise. Okay. Mm. Don't say don't say two franchises. I know. The Hobbit I know. And Lord of the Rings I'm, I'm, the same. I'm goading thing. you here. I know it's you working. are, and you're doing a good job of it, just like you always do. But, <laughs> but with, look, ben, Cumberbatch. He's in, he's going to be in Star Wars, possibly. He's going to be yeah. he's already in Star Trek. I mean, is he I mean, in Star Wars? I don't think possibly. he is. They've been they've been hinting at that for the last couple of months. Yeah, that that he might very well wind up oh. in Star Wars as a villain. You know, wow, wow, what a shock! J.J. Abrams going to his uh, Cumberbatch well yet again. But I. I just see it as uninspired. It's as simple as that. Like it's just it's 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 going for the cheap uh actor and I'm not talking about money. It's just it's just not at all what I want to see out of the character. And is it so hard just once to get an American actor played by an American Paul Rudd playing Ant-Man? Yeah, I know. But apparently there's not that many good American actors. <laughs> That's what this seems like. Well, either well, either they're all Canadian or Australian. I mean, come on, really? That's yeah. Come on, better stock, man. Better stock. It's just I'd rather it not. And I'm I'm what pissed all me off. All the American off, actors are gay on Broadway. What do you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what, do what, you what, what pissed me off though was how it's this has been covered by news sites with headlines like Benedict Cumberbatch is Doctor Strange, and then in like the first uh, two sentences of the article, it says in negotiations. Clickbait. Like, God, yes. Yeah. It's nothing but clickbait on every single one of these sites. And, you know, Hollywood Reporter is usually better than this. They're not usually that clickbaity. THR. I thought really? it was Deadline. Deadline, uh, Deadline did it. Hollywood, the Hollywood Reporter did it. And uh, eventually, you know, all the other sites wanted to picking it up, like Bleeding Cool and stuff like that. But uh, it was it was like Deadline and the Hollywood Reporter, like, almost at the same time putting out uh, uh, news. But just people... God, it just pisses me off. You know, like get get firm news when it's firm, and don't try to make everybody, you know, essentially get lulled into a false sense of security on who's playing the role. Firm firm news doesn't sell. Speculation does. You're right. It does. Doesn't mean I can't be pissed off about it. Because <laughs> you're old. That's why. Thanks. Get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> who who do you guys have any specifics as to who you'd like to play Doc Strange? Uh, I mean, of the out there rumors, I kind of like Keanu Reeves because it'd be kind of kitschy, I think. Uh, but I mean, I, I don't really nothing. No one really just comes to mind other than other than being way too old for the character. Yeah, get, get, um, get, Doctor Strange is old. No, get McDreamy, I, get Ethan Hawke. Well, uh, McDreamy Hawk. could work actually. 
Jimmy could work. Ethan, Ethan Hawke could be. He said years weird. ago he loved to play the character. Yeah. He likes the character. But and what's he gonna do when Grey's Anatomy ends? He doesn't have anything else to fall back on. <laughs> he can go to scandal. He needs something. He can, he can go write the scandal. Yeah, well, just I, just I like every that. other Shonda or show. Or he could go to How to Get Away with Murder, which is a great show. I got which is set, set, set in Philadelphia, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, good good for you guys. You needed that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, all I got was Hot Wives of Orlando on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quality TV. Oh dear. Actually, it's a. Uh, the guys who did Party Down, it's a spoof of the Bravo show. Oh, so. yeah, right. Yeah, I heard about that on uh, on Hulu. Yeah, I, I should get so, that a shot at some point. I'd be okay with Jared Leto. Jared Leto would be fine, you yeah. know. If he can stop being a rock star, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I think he wants to be a rock star more than he wants to be an actor. True. Uh, I mean... And I now that he's won an, an Oscar, he's not going to move his art down by being in something so commercial. Oh, yeah, just like Holly Berry totally didn't, uh, you know, get an Oscar and then star in Catwoman. She right. got an Oscar for t- showing her tits off. Though. No, she got an Oscar for, for getting banged hard, that's why. <laughs> well, yeah, she's, oh, yeah, we've seen her tits already, but yeah. that's pretty I mean, much I, what it was. I, how about Hall? Hall could work. He could work. He, he, I, I like Leto the, better than Hall, but I... Joan Hall's a little too these... baby face, and, and can he grow facial hair? Yes, he had facial hair for Nightcrawler, uh, Nightcrawler okay. and also, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Can I just say, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what the guy from Social Network does for Luthor. Yeah. This just came across. Why didn't they get Christopher Maroney to be Lex Luthor? Just shave his head. He's got the big buff build. He's a badass. I said that in man. It, when we were talking about Man of Steel, I was yeah. I was he would have been a great Lex Luthor, but no, they yeah. wanted him as some general. I I either wanted him as uh, as Wayne's father or as Lex Luthor, one way or the other. You know that would have worked a lot better for that. But I, I just I'm I'm happy to see Doc Strange on the slate since he's already been mentioned in the Marvel universe, and I think it would actually be a really cool story to it. They announced who the director was. Uh, you guys remember yeah, it offhand? He directed Sinister. Okay. Scott Derrickson. Gotcha. He's a horror movie director. Good. Or that's what he did the last one was a horror Could movie. Which would be pretty cool, I with think. With Ethan Hawke. Yeah. I mean, with all the you know demons and stuff like that and, uh, and Doctor Strange, that might be right up right up the alley of the character. Yes. Yeah. Get some new blood in. And moving on to 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 moves up from July 28th to May 5th. I say no shit Sherlock on that because I, I had a feeling that it was going to wind up moving up into the May slot. Mm-hmm. And it only made $700 million. Yeah, really, oh, right? Chump chains, right? Please. <laughs> it's a very... That, 2017 is probably the most crowded year. Uh, we got, well, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine possible. Eight, definitely nine possibly. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Seven, definitely well, nine, it, possibly. It, it, you, I mean, essentially, May, June, July, uh, March, May, June, July are definites, and then Black Panther in November. You got three Marvel movies in 2017, well spaced out, so that shouldn't right. be that that big of an issue. But Guardians of the Galaxy two, what do you want to see out of it? <sighs> uh, ooh, uh, File of L. I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I want to see uh, Mantis also too. Moon Dragon. Moon Dragon. I want to see Cosmo. Cosmo. Talking Dog. Finally, yes. you know. Yes. I want more of the DNA version of Guardians. Mm-hmm. I think because that would probably work the best on screen. Honestly, do you want to see Nova show up? 
As in, as in Richard Ryder, not uh, the kid version. I yeah, no, I'm, I'm debating because I, I kind of liked the Nova Core. I was hoping we can get like Delman Young, maybe mm. to be like the Nova. Maybe. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 good. It's just I I kind of wonder who the villain's going to be at Guardians of the Galaxy two. Like, I mean, do you go? Do Canterverse. I was thinking that actually. That could be kind of cool. I mean, well, but I thought the thing about the Cancerverse is that they're like alternate dimension versions of Marvel heroes. Well, they they are, but also there have been a so lot of you, basic plots taken from Marvel comics and then changed into something entirely different. No, I know exactly what you can do. What's up? Uh, the Adam Warlock's cult church you can do. Ooh, yeah, because especially if you got Adam Warlock involved for for Infinity War. Right, and then you have like this whole. Which will play well into the whole mocking aspect of of of, um, of Guardians characters. Mm. Yeah, that could work. That could definitely work. It, it, really, whatever it does is going to be freaking gold because that that cast is already great. But, oh God, is ever? Yeah, it's probably the I think maybe third movie that I'm looking forward to the most out of, out of the list. Like it's right it's right below Captain America: Civil War for me. Uh, on the on the uh, on the top three of what what was announced, but that year you get Thor Ragnarok on July twenty eighth. Is this the last time we see Chris Hemsworth Thor? Ragnarok means end of it, all things. End of days. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I want to. You know, I, I posted this on the comic timing. I want them to go full Fenris Wolf, German Kinder, or the Midgard serpent, serpent with the impronounceable name. Yeah. Is really who Thor is supposed to die? Fighting right is this Eager, serpent Eager that Eager circles Midgard. Eager, yeah, that's the name of the tree. Yeah, uh, uh, um, uh, German. I put uh, starts with a J. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous name. Jaeger, you oh god, your monger or something like that. No, it's Jaegermeister. I, I, I Jaegermeister. Jaegermeister. Jaeger, yeah. Jaegermeister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, Ragnarok. Uh, it, it, yeah, you're I right. saw somebody look up. Obviously, they Googled Ragnarok Marvel Comics, uh-huh. and it came up the clone oh, Thor. God. And there, no. were, it was on Cinema Blend of all places. Jeez. I mean, I know there are some idiots on that site, but damn, this was like pure idiocracy. <laughs> They're not bringing core into the Mar- into the movie universe. That's stupid. They're like or brilliant, a- <laughs> or, or brilliantly <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Oh man! But if this is the last Chris Hemsworth appearance, or at least you know, tentatively, because even when Ragnarok happened to Thor, eventually Thor came back. Would you perhaps get a JMS with, say, Asgard floating over Earth? No, you would get Thunderstrike. Really? No. no. Yes, you would probably get Thunderstrike. Nah, I doubt it. Dude, if we if we get anything, it's either Beta Ray Bill or Female Thor. We're not getting Thunderstrike. I don't think we're getting Female Thor. Oh, I actually know what they, do. they could probably do if they want to make it younger. What's up? You could just have you could have it be like uh, bringing the Jake Olsen version of Thor, honestly, and make make the character younger. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. That's that's a possibility. You, you, that way, you can, you can incorporate both the JMS aspect and also getting it younger. They, since they skipped the Shazam type thing with Donald Blake uh, with the first movie, I don't think that they're going to do anything like that. Yeah, it, it, it does complicate matters a bit more. Like I, I, I'm actually thinking that we are going to get Beta Ray Bill. 
in, in Ragnarok. I think that that will be the Thor that we see in Infinity War as opposed to Chris Hemsworth. Hmm. So do you think either he'll die or he'll be, he'll be deemed unworthy to wield the hammer? One way or the other, yeah. I think that probably when Ragnarok ends, you're going to see Thor's hammer floating off in space, and it's going to land on a planet, and we get Beta Ray Bill. You could certainly bring him in for Infinity War Part Two. Yeah, sure. Wh- whoever Thor's replacement is, or if they find some way to bring Thor back using the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Just imagine the nightmares the kids are going to have watching Infinity uh, when they see Bay Ray Bill on the screen. Mommy, it's Thor! It's, what happened it's to his dead face? horse Thor! <laughs> oh, God, man. Actually, he's bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Uh, Black Panther, November 3rd. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Written by Reginald Hudlin. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really hope they get, uh, you know, I don't know. These are just the okay. only black net act directors i can name is like anton fuqua john singleton no not not tim story (laughs) he failed with fantastic four sorry tim story you lost your privileges there buddy oh michael j uh who directed uh black dynamite uh what's his face i think i think he'd be pretty cool to pretty cool to that the thing with black panther is that if you bring in reginald hudlin and you baby up black panther you make him mr perfect in this universe, and you make it where, you know, Wakanda has always been, like, absolutely perfect, and nothing bad has ever happened, and had never been conquered by anything, and life is wonderful, and everything is awesome. It's it's just spoiling the character. But isn't that the actual... Like, wasn't Wakanda never captured and never that, conquered? Yeah. That, was only brought, that was only brought in during Reginald Hudlin's run. That was only brought in at that time. But I thought that was Stanley also, too. No. No, dude, Claw was a t- well, Claw was was the, you know the un the unruly dictator, originally, you know the reason that the, that that uh, that he even gets the Black Panther suit is to defeat Claw and, you know, essentially avenge his father. At least, I could be entirely wrong here, but I've I've had multiple, you know, sources confirmed that in multiple articles like you know Wakanda was not always well and perfect they built it up into the power that it was but they did so after Claw's invasion you know I think you may be right but but I mean I, well, I thought like before like Claw invaded I thought Wakanda was like the nation the country which had never had any slaves taken from it which was never invaded before I I don't believe that is actually the case I, I could be proven wrong and if i am wrong comic timing fans please post on the forums but uh or one of us can look it up on wikipedia because that's a wonderful place to go to for incorrect information uh but one way or the other the character of black panther the character of t'challa was never as perfect as reginald hudlin made him out to be you know that that he had Captain America lose to Black Panther as opposed to it being a draw when they face each other the first time. That was a huge step back for the character because it, it essentially made him better than everybody. You know, like well, the, the, it, the, 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 whole, the whole point of it, the whole point of it was supposed to be that he is on the level of, of Captain America and that he's, you know, not, not, that, not that he's stronger than everybody. If that makes any sense. 
Yeah, yeah, but Hudlin is also a black supremacist as well, so they yeah. can go. Yeah, which is another reason why <laughs> I kind of wish he would just stay the fuck away from this, and uh, everyone should just go watch the episode of the Boondocks about the uh, about BET. I mean, I made a network only for blacks because that's what I do. <laughs> I mean, y'all white has got a TV for days, none yeah. for blacks. Yeah, well, uh, the the casting is great for Black Panther. I like the look of the guy. Yes, and if you've watched Forty Two, he's a great he's a great actor. I have not actually watched Forty Two yet. Shocking. Okay, well, add it to your Netflix disc queue, bitch. It, it's been on there for a while, actually. I just I just well, move it to the top. It, it is right. it is quality stuff. Good, especially for a fan of baseball like myself. Yeah, well, he and he's and he's been in uh, in in other movies as well. Uh, plus, he was in an episode of Fringe, and I like Fringe. But oh yeah, yeah. No, he he looks the part. Certainly, he does look like uh, like like T'Challa. And he's gonna be, and he's gonna be in Civil War. Yeah, T'Chaka, really? You think they they would go that? Um, well, uh, no, probably not. But you want someone who like you would look like both characters. True. Yeah. You get Denzel or Wesley Snipes to play T'Chaka. You keep Wesley out of this movie. You keep him far away from this freaking movie as possible. Ooh, ooh, Morgan Freeman. I swear to God, I will choke you. I will choke you to a Skype call right now. Samuel L. Jackson could play Uh, two parts. I'm Morgan Freeman. I was in the movie Black Panther. <laughs> Little known fact, I was an original Black Panther member. I killed a bunch of people. Shoot this motherfucker. Oh, God. I mean, I, 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 who actually would who would be pretty cool to be in the movie to play T'Chaka, though? Since he is in an integral part of the character. Everyone, T'Chaka is T'Challa's father, Black yes. Panther before him, who passed down the mantle to T'Challa. Lawrence Fishburne. People are probably like, "Why are they mispronouncing his name?" Yeah, I th- I go with Lawrence Fishburne from Blackish. Yeah, not yeah. from Blackish. From everything else, from he's done. Hey, Blackish is freaking hilarious. Blackish is it is very funny. Yes, is I, it hilarious for all people or just it, for it is for all it is it is for all people. Take it from the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me next season, Jewish. Well, I'm saying I, I I'm like 98 percent white and I enjoy Blackish. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I like the guy that they have. Uh, the main guy. What's his face? Anthony Anderson. Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Anderson. I like to say Edwards. I, I always enjoyed him dude. on the Food Networks. Oh yeah, he's good in that one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, like Larry Fishburne would be okay to see, I guess. But I uh... just say Larry Fishburne. Yes. <laughs> Who calls him Larry? His name is Lawrence. Yeah, oh, sorry. He can't be a distinguished actor and be named Larry. Sorry, I'm, think, I'm thinking of his days as Cowboy Curtis on uh <laughs> on, on Pee Wee Herman. Sorry, yes, distinguished, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, or I mean, how, how about uh, Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor? Oh yes, I guess he that. play. Who's he again? Uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, the assassin oh. from from. Uh, I think they're they're similar in age. I would have said he could have been Black Panther. I, th- I think if they were go- if they were going to go a little bit older, he would have been an awesome Black Panther. Yeah. Well, Ejiofor was born in 1977, and uh, Chadwick Boseman doesn't have his age on his IMDb. Thanks. <laughs> God damn it, IMDb. Like, if Egypt Elba wasn't already assigned to playing uh, Heimdall, yeah. I think he would have been an awesome father to T'Challa to also, too. Yeah, maybe. I could see that. Chadwick Boseman is 37. He was, he's actually the exact same age. Go figure. Mm. Yeah, he's older. He's he's older. Yeah. All right. Well, then I stick with Lawrence Fishburne. God damn it. I stick with it. Oh, no. The guy from House of Cards. Oh. 
the barbecue guy. Yes. I forget his mm. name. The guy who's going to be in Fantastic Four. He's playing Four. the dad in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so when Fantastic Four tanks, he'll have a new job. Exactly. That's great. Yes. Right. Let's do that. Nobody go see Fantastic Four. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> I love doing that. Such hate. Such hate. Yeah, well. I really need to learn that guy's name. Yeah, you do. Other than black guy from House of Cards, yes. <laughs> I think that's what it's what's on his business card, right? <laughs> he was in Lights Out, uh, that short-lived FX show that was really good. Oh yeah, cool, mm-hmm. nice. So uh, yeah, moving you put on. Put that in your Netflix queue too, Ian. I will, I will. Twenty eighteen. Uh, th- there's this uh, silly movie coming out on May fourth of twenty eighteen. Avengers: Infinity War Part One. Uh, I need new pants. <laughs> When I saw the leaked video of Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, I, I think I actually audibly screamed out yes. Yeah, I was watching that. That was really badass. I, no, the best part about it is listening to the audience reaction. You see the glove, and you hear the you hear the crowd goes wild. Uh-huh. And you see you see the title, say Avengers thing, it gets bigger, and then you see Infinity Wars, it's like, oh my god! Yeah. It, it does make me think even further, just thinking about it now, that Adam Warlock is going to be introduced in either Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or Infinity War Part 1. Just because it, it does work with the overall story. And yes, I know they're going to make changes, because goddammit, they make changes in all this shit, but... I, I feel like Adam well, Warlock is a character. I think this is going to be more based off the Infinity Gauntlet than the actual Infinity War miniseries. Totally. Yeah. Because so. that's a giant clusterfuck. God, yeah. <laughs> what? You mean there won't be duplicates of all of the characters running around? I mean, I haven't read it yet, but reading the Wikipedia entry for that miniseries, it was like, nah, I don't think they're going to make this movie particularly. No six-armed Spider-Man demon running around? Or was that Crusade? Well, no- nothing can be worse than Identity Disc, okay? Yes. Nothing can be um, worse than Identity Access can be worse. I haven't read it yet. I'm meh on Access. I thought that from everything I'm hearing, I think Access is just a continuation of Uncanny Avengers. Which pisses me off because it should be in Uncanny Avengers and not its own little series. Right, but, you know, Access makes more money. No, it doesn't. It's not even close, no. <laughs> What you you don't think it'll it'll uh, well it, it has Avengers X Men on it so of course it's gonna sell more books than the regular Uncanny Avengers title does and look how well AVX did Ugh, it did my fucking boggles my fucking mind <laughs> boggles my mind hey what it gave me some good alternate uh, costumes in Avengers Alliance mm. but uh, yeah so Infinity Infinity Wars May Fourth there's not much that we can really say about it other than the fact that it's awesome and that we love it. Uh, Captain Marvel, July 6, 2018. Carol Danvers on the screen. Carol Danvers on the screen. Played by Chloe Bennett. Mm, I, can, I can see that. I'm joking now. Sky from Asian Shield. Yeah, but no. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Emily Blunt. Emily mm-hmm. Blunt. That's, uh, hmm. Hard ass chick yeah. with the toughest nails. If you've seen Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. it fulfills my... Uh, Argument there. I I do not want to see Katie Sackhoff. Oh come on, that'd be awesome, no. right? Starbuck, no. right? Yeah, she no. was cool. <laughs> Shut I'm, up. I'm with Ian. No, <laughs> she'd Hell be no. playing Starbuck again. You don't need that. How about Trisha? How about Trisha Helfer? No. Who? <laughs> They're not gonna <laughs> stop naming Battlestar Galactica actresses. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa, we want to move on to Firefly next? What? Oh, yeah, hey, hey, how about... Miranda Picard would be awesome, right, guys? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy that we get 
uh, Cap- Carol Danvers on the screen. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see her in Infinity War uh, or even earlier than that, maybe in Civil War in, in one way or the other, uh, just to introduce the character first before Captain Marvel. But then again, they could just introduce her in Captain Marvel because that's the way Marvel rolls a lot of the times these days. What if What if they just put her in the end of Age of Ultron? They could. Like it has been rumored that there's a, another Avengers team coming out of Age of Ultron. Yeah, that well, would be kind of to cool. go into to go into Civil War. She could be that mystery person in, in that mystery woman in, in the trailer. As long as we get War Machine on an Avengers team, I'd be fine. As Iron Patriot or as War Machine? As War Machine, Iron Patriot sucks. <sighs> what question? It's a uh, horrible what, what name. Clo- it's a horrible what name. Was it? hmm? It's a horrible name. War Machine is better. Yeah, what, what, uh, it, it did well in polls. What color was the was the gauntlet in the, the little clip they played in uh, Age of Ultron? I think it was gold, actually. I think Not it, Iron Man's. Uh, War Machines. Oh, War Machines. Uh, it was. It was silver. It was silver. Yeah. In the silver? trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was silver. Yeah, it was silver. All right. Good. And then they brought it back as original color scheme. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, and and hopefully it'll stay that way. Thank God. <laughs> They haven't they haven't announced the director yet for Captain Marvel or anything, so uh, that's that's to come. But again, very happy that it exists. What are your guys' thoughts on Inhumans, November second, twenty eighteen? Overzealous, but um, this could be like that weird, like Justice League dark movie that they could do for Mm. Marvel. Is it forcing the issue? Because they they really want the Inhumans to be the X Men of this universe. I think they would have introduced them sooner had they really wanted them to be the X-Men. Well, very possibly. Unless they plan to do a not-origin story and you know introduce the characters earlier and earlier in the film slate well, do, do and then have them have a movie at the end of the film slate. I don't know. I know some people have, uh, have actually theorized that the big explosion leading to the Civil War could actually be a Terrigen bomb. <sighs> which would then lead to Inhumans later on. Right. Yeah, because I, I don't think... I mean, they could introduce Adelan, and they could just say that the Inhumans have existed for years and years and years, but I kind of feel like we already have that sort of thing with Thor and his guys. Or they could be leading... In, or they could be building that up now in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. also, too, apparently, because uh, it's all a map now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe they are mapping out to the location of Adelan. I really don't think that it's going to be a Terrigen bomb that blows up for Civil War. I, I think know. it's going to... It should spin out of uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's got to be something more. They would probably based. destroy some city mm-hmm. with fighting the Ultron and all his Ultron robots and stuff, and yeah. they're going to catch shit for it the same way that they did in the at the end of uh, Winter Soldier. I mean, face it, Winter Soldier they demolished the entire building plus three helicarriers in the middle of Washington D.C. Like that. Well, no, not a large Potomac, city Maryland. at all. Yeah, Potomac, Maryland, Whatever. Washington D.C. Whatever. Whatever. Close enough. Close enough. Do you, do you think uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are humans in the movie universe? They are miracles, technically. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. I think I think they're going to go that route. Oh no! Because I think they're going that route in the comics. I think that we're going to find out that uh, either uh, their mother was part inhuman, which is why they're not actually mutants. In why are the, they not actually mutants? Because they seem to be theorized. I mean, that seems what what they're hinting at with the no more mutants tag, with uh, Scarlet Witch oh. and Quicksilver on the uh, on the cover of that comic. Oh, I like don't I, know. yeah, because they're gonna make them. They're not gonna make them mutants anymore because they're in the non mutant universe in the movies. 
So they want to make them perfectly under their umbrella in every single way because they, everything has to align with the movies because that's all that matters these days. <sighs> I agree with that, choking man. Oh, God. Gag me with a spoon, please. Yeah. And finally, we arrive May 3rd, Avengers Infinity War Part 2. It's a two-parter, just like Justice League is. But I don't think this is like Hunger Games. I don't feel like this is going to stretch things out because the difference difference between these and pre-existing stories is that you can plan for these to be two movies and not have to worry about padding. You know, essentially, you can have one complete story with a cliffhanger, then lead into Justice League Part 2. You know, just like, you know, Back to the Future, leading the Back to the Future 2, leading the Back to the Future 3. What if uh, Infinity War Part 1 has a cliffhanger and then kind of side stories into Captain Marvel? Could. That could. That's a good... And a then big, Captain big, Marvel leads into... Inhumans, and then leads into Inf- Infinity War Part 2. Is Infinity War coming out before... Or is is Inhumans coming out before Infinity War Part Two? It is, yeah. Yes, yeah. Inhumans okay. is on the 2018 slate, and uh, Part Two. I don't really, I don't really see Inhumans fitting into the in- Infinity War big picture. Uwatu the Watcher, Dark Side, unless Seven they Man. have. That's, uh, I think Uwatu probably falls under the Fantastic Four. Right? It's. It, I'm, I'm almost certain it does. Since uh, but I'm I'm curious. It might not because I would would have told you. You know, five years ago, that the Inhumans fall under Fantastic Four rights as well. You make a good point. As well actually, as Black they, they Panther. Fell, actually, they, they would have fell under Universal's rights. With, no, with, uh, that would be Namor. Namor. Right. No, no, no. That's a different deal. But I mean, like, Fantastic Four character, I think of everybody, you know, Inhumans are Fantastic Four yeah. interactions Galactus before they, you know, all jazz, this other yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. As well as Uatu the Watcher. Black Panther was in the Avengers, so I guess, you know. But he was introduced in Fantastic Four, so I don't know. It's hard you, to say. you know what it is? It's 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 as simple as were they smart enough to name them in the initial deal, and they yeah. weren't, and that's why they're not. <laughs> right. Like like I'm sure that the initial deal probably said specifically Fantastic Four villains fall under our jurisdiction. That includes Silver Surfer. That includes Galactus. Moleman. Moleman. Psycho Pirate. You know. Psycho Pirate. Yeah. Sorry, not Psycho Pirate. Uh, Psycho Man. Psycho Man. Thank you. Got it, Slate. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, what? 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 Psycho Pirate. He, he can see into the DC Universe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, all, all those all those types. Like, Annihilus. I don't think we'll ever see Annihilus in the uh, in the Marvel Universe. I would not be surprised by that. Unless we get Annihilation Wave in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, because if we do, oh my god. Oh my god. Baller! Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if, if that's the case. But, you know, we'll see, man. This is all awesome. It's just, it does make me think, like, will we approach overexposure with these movies? The I would have thought, like, that we would have, you know, in the 2000s when we had all the X-Men movies and Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, and, you know, we had the first Batman movie, and they're in, you had an Iron Man movie, like, I thought we were going to get to overexposure by now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was the heyday of superhero movies was, you know, the X-Men franchise and Spider-Man franchise and the Fantastic Four. And you had all these things coming out. I th- I thought that would have been overexposure. But it seems to now, I mean, that was just prologue. That was just prelude. Look at all the shit that's coming down the line. I mean, yeah. holy cow. 
which yeah, just talking about an Inhumans movie. As long as you have the story to push it, then you do not get to something like overexposure. As long as you continue to churn out good content that gets people going in droves, then you're not going to run into a problem. Right, well, then let, let, let me be the turret in the punch bowl. Then, unfortunately, sure. I don't think we're getting. I don't think we're at overexposure yet. But it only takes one bad film to make it overexposure, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I think right now, I mean, the reason people are more hyped with Marvel for their is because of their track record. They've been successful in in almost all their movies. Mm-hmm. You can you could probably say that Thor the first one was, was a dud. I mean, it made the money back, but didn't you know light the world on fire. You can also say that Captain America. It was a good film. Didn't also really inspire people to go out and see it. You know, again, it made the money back. It just didn't, you know, again, like the world sure on fire. I'm sure it did very well on like the DVD market and stuff. Right. Like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, but don't keep in mind they're not looking at second. They're not looking at secondary sources. They're looking at primary primary revenue from the first week of the, of the film. So, if, the, if look at look at the increase from I'm I'm not shooting your point down, but it's like it kind of doesn't matter because they still made a Captain America two and it still did gangbusters over the first movie. Right. Even the second Thor did a lot better than the first Thor. Exactly. Again, I and said that was even that, but you know, that much better of a movie. But that one like, had a like, Doctor Who in it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, oh, Eccleston. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I, I'm saying that those. They, I didn't say that they're bad movies. They made their budget back, which is always good. Yeah. But I, they just didn't, you know, exceed their budget back. They didn't didn't exceed their budget, unfortunately. Right. Uh, again, with DC though, if Justice, if uh, Dawn, of Justice, uh, Dawn of Justice doesn't do all that well, this could be the start of a long road where people will just saying, I'm tired of these movies now. And unfortunately, it's sad because I, I want DC to do well. I want, I want Warner Bros. to do well, but I just don't want them to shove it down our throats so much where this is a, like... Where this is saying these are our comic book characters. This is the comic comic book movie, and we were making a comic book movie for you. Now, it's it, it like Marvel. You want it organic, and I I don't want to go back to the same point again, but I have to. It's it just seems forced. Say it's stri- I, say it straight, dude. You don't want DC to ruin it for everybody. Exactly. I don't. I don't want them. Yeah, I don't. I don't want them to ruin it for everybody because it. We have a good thing going on right now. Yeah. You know? Well, and like, and Marvel has to be careful too, you know, because right. if, if Marvel, if if we get to Doctor Strange and we get to Captain Marvel and we get to Inhumans, and for some reason those movies are not of the caliber of the movies that have been put out by Marvel, not that I don't, not that I think they're going to be, but hypothetical, you know, absolutely hypothetical that those movies do not turn out to be anywhere near as well done. And that the critics don't like them, and they wind up getting thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's going to be a major issue. Come the next couple of movies out there, they're going to start making less money. They're going to start getting less hype, and they're going to be screwed essentially. So, like Ant- yeah, Ant Man could be the movie which kills it all, unfortunately. Which I, which could suck because Ant Man comes out next year. I forget Ant Man is before or after Ultron. After. Okay. So yeah, you'll have the, you'll be riding high from Age of Ultron, and then you go see Ant Man, and this just, just sucks all the air right out of you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think I think was that is that the last movie of the year? Yes, yes. Well, technically, Fantastic Four, but that doesn't count because it sucks. 
Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. The one-two punch of Ant-Man and Fantastic, and Fantastic Four. Oh, <laughs> yippee. <laughs> hey, Ant-Man was a member of the Fantastic Four once. Right, yeah. And yeah. so was She-Hulk. Or is her movie yet? Yeah, good question. All right, give give your uh, give your final thoughts out there because I think we've kind of uh, ran our ran our course here. Unless unless, unless there's anything you you want to say about uh, about the current slate of DC TV or anything like. Ooh, I got a lot to say about current slate DC TV. All right, well you know what? Give 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 quick give quick thoughts on on everything as the Giants just won the World Series and that that you know makes me kind of annoyed. But who earns? Oh well, such is life. Yeah, what what do you think of Constantine? Uh, I haven't seen Constantine yet, but I will mostly talk about the Flash and uh, Shield and right, Arrow. Uh, Brent, did you see Constantine yet? I did see Constantine. What would you think? Uh, a typical pilot wasn't terrible, wasn't great either. Okay, it's, so, it's hard so to about- judge these pilots because, like, the Arrow pilot or Arrow pilot wasn't you know very good. The Shield pilot I was kind of met on. Same thing with Gotham. The Flash pilot I liked, but it still felt piloty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, it's hard to say what was good or what was bad based off the first episode. I'll give it a couple more episodes to find his feet in. You know, they I could see how they reshot things because they made that girl make a map and then, like, she's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she's out of the series. <laughs> so it's like, how convenient. She made a map. We don't have to have her do it every episode. Yeah, I immediately uh, went back and I rewatched the unaired pilot and compared the two. And, th- God, the rewrites are so obvious. And especially the uh, the reshoots, because that, like, last shot of her going up to the scene, her, her accent isn't anywhere near as consistent as it is throughout the rest of the episode. Like, they essentially just called her back to the set and, like, here's your last obligation before you're, you know, entirely written off. Give us, as give an us, actress. Yeah, as an actress. Give us three or four more lines and, you, and get Way to ruin your career. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But I'm glad that they did that because Constantine doesn't need a, a kid sidekick. It just, it, it's not something that the character needs. I, th- I didn't take her as, like, a kid sidekick. That's what I thought. It, it, they were making her into almost like the Robin, you know, like, like I'm going to help you out on these cases as we run across the country and solve crimes. Well, they they made Zed uh, a sidekick. What do you think she's going to be? Uh, a love interest? I don't know. I thought she's a series regular like this girl is supposed to be. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't. I, I think they're more going to be equals than uh, than than sidekick. Eh, whatever, we'll see. Flash and Arrow and all that jazz. Uh, give thoughts on that real quick, and then we'll wrap up. Flash last. Uh, What's today? Today's Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, Captain Fucking Cold. Honestly, yeah. that was that was that was pretty good. That was really good, actually. Uh, I like the fact that they're sticking to some of the comic book elements, yet not being slave to them. Also, too. Mm-hmm. Like for example, with Captain Cold, he he wears the parka. And yeah. I thought was pretty. I thought it was a pretty cool idea. They explain like why he wears the goggles also too. Yeah. But oh my God, the Flash in general has just been spot on. Same thing for Shield also. Too. I think the season Shield has been. If this was Shield last year, I'd, I would have been a lot happier with the product of the show. But this season has been stellar beyond belief. Yes, it has. Again, it took a, a Captain America Winter Soldier happening for Shield to get a backbone, and it 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 uh, it has improved significantly since then and come into the show that it was supposed to be to begin with. Flash, I feel like it's stronger out of the gate almost than, than Arrow was. Uh, yeah. I think uh, because I think Flash knows it's going to get a, a longer life shelf uh, shelf life than Arrow was. Because mm-hmm. I think Arrow kind of did feel season to season physically get renewed. 
I think because Flash, I think they have an in, an end game in mind for that first season at least, or for a season ahead down the road. Yeah, it feels like they can take a, a lot of liberties that they couldn't do in Arrow. Plus, the budget is better than Arrow's anyway. Though, so, oh yeah, yeah. Brent, what do you think? I'm liking Flash, I'm liking Arrow. Gotham, I'm still lukewarm on. I I didn't. I watched the last one. I watched was uh the Viper episode with the special drug and stuff. That's like pseudo Joker Venom or yeah, whatever. That's the last one it was, I saw. It was, no, it's it the precursor to uh, Venom. Oh, like Bane, Venom, yeah, Bane yeah. Venom. Yeah, they they called Venom out specifically. I think right. Yeah. Gotham's yeah. still a little too winky for my for my taste. Like they're still like doing a little too much of the whole Smallville wink. Like, like, you know, like, hey, you know, hey, you're one hell of a joker, wink, you know, that sort of thing. It's it it doesn't uh, it it doesn't really lend itself to long term to continue to reference all of this this Batman stuff, and knowing that like the last episode of the series, you're either gonna get Batman or you're gonna get right before Batman. You know, like this is all lead up. Like, I I still would have so much more preferred. A, a a present day Gotham Central show than 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 what we're getting here with the uh, you know the, the 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 giant lead up to Batman. Yeah, I would have too. It would have been a lot better. You wouldn't have to tease Batman or use up all the villains before Batman shows up the way that they are. Yeah, I do like though how they're kind of positioning you know all the different fam- uh, crime family heads against one another, which is going to lead to what makes Gotham so chaotic though. You know, you have the yeah. faction. You have the uh, the Maroni faction versus the Falcone fa- versus the Falcone faction, and you, within each family, you have different heads going at it. Also, mm-hmm. I gotta say, I do like Jada Pinkett Smith's character on the show. I'm ca- I'm kind of wondering if that girl she hired is gonna quickly go away, and then she's gonna find Selena. Uh, I hope. I, I I don't know. I hope not. Although the girl she did find is pretty hot, but. And no. pretty freaking crazy too. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that the sh- the show has kinks to work out. I do like Montoya a lot, and mm-hmm. and I like the uh, the interaction between her and uh, and Barbara, and I guess you know, you like that they're former lesbian lovers for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that made no sense to me. I, I, I think that they that they kind of needed to introduce it one way or the other, and this is the way that they decided to do it. Um. I guess for it doesn't make nearly as much sense as it should, but on the other hand, it doesn't exactly bother me that much, if that makes any sense. Um, I don't like that Essen is already a captain and she's way older that than That I Gordon. agree with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a Because obviously that's that's never going to get picked up. Yeah, because uh, now, now Gordon, thing. yeah, Gordon can't have a beer and cheat on his wife now. That's that's my favorite thing about Gordon's character is that, you know, Gordon has a beer and cheats on his wife. Uh, if anybody watches Rookie Blue, I would have liked to see uh, Andy from Rookie Blue as Essen. Nobody watches it because it's a summer ABC cop show. But <laughs> sorry, I do. She was the the girl from Reaper. If you watched oh, Reaper, the, the girlfriend, the hot hot girlfriend, yeah, yeah. The hot brunette, yeah, with the body that could, you could kill for. Holy mm-hmm. cow! She's on Rookie Blue along with the guy from Everwood and a bunch of other Canadian actors. It's basically it's a Canadian cop show that takes place in. Uh, I want to say Toronto or Montreal. It's Toronto, and uh, it airs on the ABC during the summer as like their summer fill-in. Do you Wait. think? Do you think we're going to get characters like Two Face or Croc or anything like that? Uh, we're going to get Harvey Dent. On? Yeah. We're, and th- that's the other thing. Harvey Dent is like the the guy from old. Masters of Sex. He's way yeah. too. I know. Like. Yeah. I mean, I do when 
to me, Harvey Dent is Bruce's age. Yes, exactly. He always has. Been. He's not. He's not. You know, ten years older than Bruce. No, no way. No how. Like same thing for Nigma. Also, Nigma is way too old to be. You know. Yeah, they're all really, really old because they couldn't, for whatever reason, they chose to go a pre-Batman cop show rather than a Batman cop show. If Arrow proved anything, it proved that you could do a superhero show like Batman. But maybe that's why they didn't want to do it, because they already had Arrow. I don't know. Or, you know, maybe they stole it from Kevin Smith. I'm sorry. Uh, stole what from Kevin Smith? If you, you, know, if you, know, if you listen to the uh, episode of Fat Man on Batman with him and Paul Dini, they were talking about... Oh, yeah, yeah. I listened to that. But I think yeah. this was in development before they did that. Yeah. The Gotham Academy idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then... And then DC launches a comic called Gotham Academy, which I read the first issue. I, I skimmed it, and I was like, I cannot read this. I don't know what the point is. What is the – it's going to end in like 12 – before 12 issues for sure. No, 10 issues, like the order. 10 issues, okay. <laughs> yeah. I Arkham Manor, however, was really, really cool, but I don't understand how the way that that ended, they're going to continue on with the other Batman stories. Yeah, I got a lot of Batman to catch up on someday. 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 Although I am I am buying uh I mean Bat- I can give you the hook. There if you read the solicitations, you might be able to tell what the hell's going on. Yeah, well I I, 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 I will say that I uh am buying Batgirl and uh, I am buying uh Chris is buying Gotham Academy and I did pick up the first issue of Secret Six number one. So yes, I am buying technically buying two DC comics now. So that's I can't get past the art for Batgirl on the previews. Serious? It's not for me. Wow. Yeah, it, it's not for me. It okay. took me a second to get used to the art in Batgirl, but uh, once I got into it, because there's a pretty cool scene in there where, well, Babs has to relive a whole entire night, and it works so well with with that artwork. I, I don't really like like Becky Cloonan her artwork. Um, what was it? American Virgin or something like that. Yeah, I read that. I kind of liked her, but the Batgirl artwork was just too too Becky Cloonan for me. I guess it reminds me almost. Book. It reminds me of like a of like a what was it? Marvel series for young readers. Where they did all the Sentinel. where they did all the no, huh Sentinel. Like Sentinel, yeah, but yeah. like like that like that digest line they had there. Mm-hmm. No, didn't they have like a girls comics line or something? Oh, Minx. It reads to me like a Minx thing. Okay, well, I, I'm thinking. Uh, are you thinking uh, Mary Jane next who loves Spider Man? Yeah, Sentinel and what was it? Uh, Spellbinders. Yeah, Machine Team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I think I think it works for the story that they're telling, the art style, and and I, I'm really digging uh, Babstar's uh, general style on the book, and and yes, it is a major departure from what happened before, but I kind of feel like DC needs this. They need some sort of new life and breath in there to get male and females alike interested in their books again. Like it's, it's been waning for a while now, and it, but it, it feels it feels like Batgirl for, for for millennials though. Yeah, it does. It does. There is nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. To give that a shot, especially considering what Marvel is doing right now with stuff like Ms. Marvel and uh, and what they were doing on She Hulk and stuff like that. They need a foot in the door for readers that would not otherwise be reading more, uh, DC Comics. And I feel like this is totally what Batgirl is going to do one way or yeah, another. I'll, Whether or not they I'll continue give, past that, we'll see. But they're going to be buying this. 
I'll give them, I'll give them credit though because they, they did incorporate the use of like Twitter and other things and other social networks better than they did in the use of Teen Titans. So well, yes, definitely. All right, guys, I think this is about it. So uh, yeah, Brandon, remind remind folks where you live. Uh, my address is. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, you guys get me on Twitter at the Dabadon. I'm also on the Tumblers, uh, geekcetra.tumblr.com. Uh, that's really about it. Podcasts. We're still recording. Still updating at uh, at a uh, popcultureclash.tumblr.com. And you still haven't put any of them on the comment timing site. I still have to email them to you because I'm waiting for my co-host to edit them and mail them back to me because he's right. slow cool. and he works. That works. Uh, Casino, remind folks what happened on BK's Bullets. We go over video games now. Yay. That's what happens. <laughs> last time on BK's Bullets. Well, and No, give, give a general summary of the last episode for anybody who, did, who didn't pick it up the last time. Well, we we talked about the uh, the last episode that was released was like kind of the year of the new consoles, the first year review, um, since we kind of hit the mark, I think, for the PS4, maybe not for the Xbox One. Um, we talked about what came out, what we're playing. You know, Jim has a PS4. I have an Xbox One now. Um, we talked a lot about Destiny and uh, what we'd like to see out of the, the upcoming holiday games. Cool. I think. Awesome. If not, that'll be the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, uh, ComicTiming.net for all that stuff. Uh, like I said, an uh, episode after this one, which would be next week, will be all of the uh, New York Comic Con interviews that I conducted. My apologies on the delay on that, but it's actually been uh, really busy at work for once. So I, I really haven't had the opportunity to sit, to sit down and, and edit those uh, like I'd like to. But uh, that is coming, hopefully, by the end of next week, uh, time permitting. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, we will get back to some topic episodes, uh, hopefully, in the, the next couple of weeks after that. Uh, once, once Brent and I can work our schedules out 100%, figure out some uh, stuff we want to talk about and get people on and talk about it. Because that's what we do here on Comic Diamond. And Brandon... You'll be back on. Woohoo! Yay. Email address comictiming at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash comic timing for all of your comic timing stuff. Sponsored by DCBS, this on comic book service, DCBService.com. 50% off of uh, Marvel and DC hardcovers and trades. 40% off of Marvel, DC, Image, and Dark Horse books. Check them out, DCBService.com. Thank you for your sponsorship. Proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com. And the League of Combo Podcast over ComicBookNoise.com slash League, even though the website has not been updated in about five years. And iTunes reviews on iTunes if you'd like to, but nobody ever does. Brandon, Brent, Ian, always time for comics. Wow, that was really fast. That was really fast, jeez. <laughs> Blazed through that. God. I don't know what came over me. You just said always time for comics, not it's always time for comics. <laughs> it was like the number one rule in catchphrases is you got to stick to one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And as always, there's always time for comics. No, just, just leave it fast. Yeah. Well, that was also on there too, and this is probably going to be in the back of the episode, so now I said it. Ah! Suckers! 50% off of your Marvel DC image and Dark Horse uh, sorry, 40% off of your Marvel... Yeah, uh, screwing it up already, so I'll have to make at least one more edit. Yeah, if you would give it any other response other than, I'm so tired, then, I, then, there, then there would be something wrong there. I'm actually, it's not that... It's I'm not... I mean, I'm, I'm still tired, but like it's not like I'm not getting any sleep. That's good. Like, it's not as bad as people say. At least our kid goes to sleep. I know a couple other people that we know that their kid doesn't. Uh-huh. 
That's, that sucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't go to bed. She doesn't fall asleep till about 12.30, 1 o'clock. Uh, okay. And then between then and 7 o'clock when I wake up to get ready for work, uh-huh. she wakes up, I think, once. That's not bad. And, like, last night she woke up once, and I slept right through it. Sweet. Because I asked Amanda, I was like, what happened last night? How was she? Like she woke up once. So I was like, oh, okay. Are you guys taking turns? Fuck no, I don't have boobs. <laughs> I don't think he meant that. Like, oh my god, I need a jogger because joggers are so stylish, and oh my god, I, oh my, I cannot. Oh yeah, take, she was like, color. you know, Brandon, you 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 do that voice almost as if you hear it on a regular basis. Like, oh my god, I hear it like every day. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm like the best mom ever because I write every book, and here's my best friend Sandy, and like she's a mom also too, and she's just an expert. Oh my god, like you don't know what you're talking. About. I'm making a few raise. I'm like, man, I raised two kids. Oh my god, whatever. Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. Ugh. It is so big. <laughs> 